Alright, looks like we are officially on the up and up, man. Feels good. Yeah. Honored we ones. We are live. Yeah. We are here. Uh, there's no weekly Shonen Jump chapters this week, unfortunately. Uh, but we have a special episode in store uh, for those of you listening on audio and for those of us, uh, those of us, oh my god, those of you joining us on uh, on YouTube here during our live streams, which, by the way, we stream every Sunday. And yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm excited for this one, BR. Today we're going to be talking about the current state of Weekly Shonen Jump, uh, or rather, the future state of Weekly Shonen Jump, circa the next two to three years. Uh, you know what what we think it ha- it has in store, how much longer uh, we think it can go for, and especially what it's going to do now that most of its flagship series are basically all coming to a close within like a relative window of each other. Hey, everybody who's joining into the stream. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. How y'all doing on this fine Sunday? This fine Sunday afternoon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, before we get, like, into the meat and potatoes, obviously, Honored One's tradition, we gotta do a little bit of a preamble. So, be our, us thinking, right? Mm. As oh, one. really? Impressive. Thank you, thank you. You know, I, I like to partake sometimes. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was thinking about this. Do you think that Rukia's Zanpakuto is superior to Hitsugaya's? And, and before, no. before you say anything, <laughs> l- let me, let me just elaborate, right? Assuming oh, okay. spiritual like spiritual pressure slash Ryatsu was not a factor, right? Just like the raw abilities kind of taken to its logical extremes uh, of each respective blade. No. Why? Because uh, Toshiro uh, doesn't face the same repercussions with his... Because if we're taking it to like the, the full power, right? Toshiro's Bankai leads to that adult form, right? Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, but like, um, so would so would him like as an adult, you know? Yeah. Um... I'll say this, um, Rukia's Ice does not freeze abilities, Toshiro's does. And to me, in the Bleach universe, that's, like, way more useful. Interesting. Wait, that's, that's... Like, her, her Bankai is just, you know, really cold, but Asnot can still use all of her abilities. If Asnot was frozen by, uh, Toshiro's Ice, it wouldn't happen. True, the but like would be would be inert. But like the concept of cold is it? What, like when Rukia uses Bankai to like slice Asnot, right? He just mm-hmm. dies, like he just freezes to death, like like just completely, you know, head chopped off. Like he's done. It's over, right? Yep. It, it, it's not just like ice. It's it's the literal concept of cold. Um, yeah. And sure, you could be like, oh, Rukia's Bankai was like breaking her at the seams a little bit, but that's only because she just got it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, now twelve years later, you could just be like, you could you could just fairly assume she's developed her Bankai enough to like. You know, mitigate that weakness somewhat, and I think in uh, Bleach so, Brave think, Souls, hold on, I think in mm-hmm. Brief, Bleach Brave Souls, they um, said it was like I don't know if it's you could make the argument that it could be like potential canon, but like I don't want to, but like just as an interpretation of how this could evolve, she gave herself like roller skates, uh, ice skates of sorts to help her move around with like less strain. So like, mm. it's definitely an improvement to the mobility hit that she takes. Sorry, sure. Yeah. Uh, that's fine, but like you can compare adult Toshiro showings because to Brukia's because that adult form is something that is unrefined for him as well. Um, like it's something that clearly he's not used to using, and I would still say his showings as an amateur with that is better than Rukia's showings as an amateur with her Bankai. Because I like yeah, cool. The concept of cold. I don't know if I think that's better than like for example. 
obviously assuming equal Ryatsu, if Toshiro touches Aizen, right, Aizen's Kyokusui Getsu just stops working. It's just not a factor. And, it, like, like the, that's not something that Ruki has access to. You know what I mean? Um, also, touching Toshiro means that you're frozen. Like, that's just a, an yeah, innate thing that happens. Like, you're not really frozen, like, in the same way that you are with Rukia's. Because with Rukia's, it's, it, like I said, right, it, the heat from you is what just gone. What makes you say that? Right? What makes you say that? Because, uh, uh, what's his name? Gerard? Yeah, no. Gerard. No, because uh, uh, Toshiro explicitly states that it's, like, amongst, like, the ice and water Zanpakuto, that it's the strongest, right? It, it's mm-hmm. specifically ice, right? But, like, for, for Rukia's, I'd say it's, like, like I said, the concept of cold. But I'm not using that statement to say that Toshiro's is better. I, I don't really care what Toshiro... Like, if Toshiro is saying that among ice and water Zanpakuto, right, his are better, that's cool. But, like, that doesn't that statement isn't why I'm saying it's better. The reason I'm saying it's better is because I think the ability to freeze other abilities is supremely like better than the ability to embody coldness That's so what I'm let me ask you this when somebody breaks out of uh toshiro's ice right like mm-hmm. through what mechanism are they doing that i think more riatsu are you for real yes that's literally a canonical thing in bleach like we see that over and over yeah like i know but i'm just saying i always thought it was like a physical feat more so no, one Gerard has immunity to the elements, right? So Rukia's Bankai wouldn't do anything to him either, at least not long term. And two, Gerard is just significantly more powerful than Toshiro, so his abilities Toshiro's abilities don't stick the way they normally would. Hmm. So like if like that's why I said assuming because you mentioned equal Ryatsu, because if we're taking that out, I mean I think we agree Toshiro is just stronger, but right, yeah. if we're assuming equal Ryatsu, you're not breaking out of Toshiro's abilities because they negate yours right mm-hmm. uh yeah no guys i'm not saying the riatsu thing isn't a factor uh like to how they each like you know express these these uh zanpakuto abilities i i more meant that i wonder given like the abilities like uh, okay <laughs> somebody with like a crazy amount of riatsu Th- take somebody who has like kenpachi level riatsu right and that you give them each blade right they theoretically have, like, the full access, you know, to the suite of abilities. You don't even need to make somebody that powerful. You're not even, you don't even need to make somebody that powerful, because, like, obviously Rukia achieved Bankai, so did mm-hmm. Toshiro. Um, but it's, like, yeah, n- not only who would win, but, like, I guess who just has a better cold or ice Zanpakuto, right? Like, let's say, you know, it's, I don't know, Rukia with, with uh, her blade versus Rukia with, like, to- uh, Toshiro's blade or... Toshiro with Rukia, you could you could swap them out. It doesn't matter, right? Who would win and like why? Essentially, like what is the inherent advantage? Because for me, I think yeah. I think you know freezing in like the freezing uh, uh, aspect or, or factor is just way more brutal. Uh, if so, Rukia's okay, Rukia's thing ceases all function, right? Like it ceases all movement and shit, right? That's like the Bonkai's ability. Yeah. Right? Okay, Toshiro's does the same thing. Like it just he just says that verbatim, um, but the the added benefit is that unlike what Ruki has shown, Toshiro's abilities don't just freeze the physical matter that they come into contact with, or even like the Rayatsu that they come into contact with, but it ceases the abilities. So like let's say they clash, right? Ruki's Bonkai would just stop having its cold effect, 
because Toshiro's cold would stop her abilities from working. It's what he does to Gerard initially. You know uh, how Hofeng, like, if you cut it, that damage reflects onto you? Um, like, uh, Hofeng is just a Gerard sword. Oh, okay. It's how Kenpachi ends up getting hurt a lot, right? Right. Toshiro cuts that in half, and not only does the blade just freeze, but the effect doesn't happen because Toshiro's blade made contact with it, meaning that not only was it physically frozen, but, like, the concept of the Hofeng's hope amp or whatever stopped it from working as well. So what I'm in, in this example, when they make contact, because both of them like function at like an absolute zero level temperature, it's not like Ruki has this specific cold advantage over Toshiro, but not only are they equal in that regard, Toshiro's abilities would negate hers and they would stop it from working, just making her blade like any other normal Zanpakuto. Hmm. That's interesting. It's also really crazy that, like, Toshiro's been in enough fights with, like, opponents with, I don't know, equal or superior Ryatsu to the point where, like, you kind of know he's powerful, but the showing isn't that impressive because everybody just keeps breaking out of the fucking ice. But for um, Asnot, the way he was, like, killed by Rukia was so, like, visceral. Like, it, he, he, like broke off in chunks you know because because like she just essentially froze him to death and it just like he just cracked and i just thought that was yeah. like way cooler than i don't know like toshiro's abilities seem to me like oh yeah you just got frozen in ice but for rookies it's like you just got robbed of like all of your body heat right like like, like all the warmth all the energy quote-unquote in your body is just simply gone yeah i mean that's just what cold is though like i don't know um, I, I guess I get what you mean, though, um, about, like, because she took down Asnot and Toshiro didn't take down, um, like, Gerard like that. So, I mean, I, I can get how, like, the, uh, sort of the, like, the portrayal makes it seem like Toshiro isn't as, as impressive, but I think this just comes down to matchups. So, it's like, let's say, you know, Byakuya fucking one-shots, I don't know, like, Renji, and then Ichigo loses to Yuha. Just because one person wins and the other person loses, it's not really a... Yeah, I know, their, yeah. but I meant uh, even, not even, uh, what's his name, Gerard, but, like, a lot of, almost all of Toshiro's opponents are just, like, they're almost all vastly superior to him, with maybe the exception of Yukio? Is that his name? The Fullbringer? Yuki, yeah. Yeah. Yukio gets frozen. But, like, the rest of them, you know, they get frozen temporarily, then you know, they break out of the ice. Like, I mean, with... Like, the only other person that really breaks out of his ice is Haribel, and she breaks out from other, from, like, outside help. It's not something she does on her own. Same with Loopy, um, I guess, because, like... Yeah. But he didn't seem damaged from, like, the look of it, and neither did Haribel, really. Like, sure, it freezes them, right? It, okay, in this situation, are you saying that Toshiro's abilities are kind of used as, like, a non-lethal option to defeating his enemies? Because we've seen, like... You know, with Zombie Hitsugaya, that, like, you know, when the cuffs are off, you know, he doesn't... He just kind of kills. <laughs> like, goes in for the kill with mm -hmm. his sword. Yeah. So, I, I wonder if you think him using his Bankai all the time or fighting in this way is him trying to be, like, non-lethal. Um, not necessarily. I just think he, he prioritized incapacitating them over... Like, if he can incapacitate them quicker by freezing them whole instead of, like, having a drawn-out sword fight with them, then that's what he'll do. And rather than waste, like, extra time or effort killing them, like, 
when there's other opponents on the battlefield, he'll like because like when Haribo's there, right? right? Aizen's also there. You probably don't want to like needlessly f go any harder than you have to. Okay, Haribo, as far as he was aware, is a non-factor, and if um fucking I don't know I the anti Yamamoto I can never remember his name um but you know who I'm talking about if he didn't fucking like start shouting and like pounding his chest or whatever it would have just like he would Haribo would have just stayed frozen and you know Haribo could have been destroyed within the ice at whatever point in time did you say the anti Yamamoto um, you know the the thing that's that's meant to seal Yamamoto's uh, oh uh, Wonderwise yeah right right. Um, when he starts screaming and shrieking, the ice, the ice shatters. I see. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, that, that was a fun little thing. I was just curious about it. Um. <laughs> all right, uh, your turn. <laughs> I turn? Yeah. Um. Guys, I've been trying to, like, you know, get, get Bjorn to, like... Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Calling Wonderwise height is also height. Hot is kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that, um, that, that, that one's new. That one is that's crazy. Angel of Access. No, we're not showing that one. That's that's actually insane. Um, but yeah. Um, do you want to kind of jump into jump into Weekly Shonen Jump? Where we, you know, we're about to talk about the uh, main, the main. Yeah, let's just meat and potatoes of the stream. Yeah, let's just get into it. So, uh, as you guys know, you know, JJK, Black Clover, My Hero Academia, all series we talk about regularly over here on the Honored Ones podcast. Uh, and we started thinking, right, all of these series are, well, let's say, let, let's remove JJK for now because I think that's like a whole other thing in a second. But most of these series are all in their final arcs. <laughs> yeah. And when you actually get deeper into it, right? The, um, the fucking, hold on, I got a burp. Don't, don't want to gross our shit. Right. Okay, that, that's, go ahead. That demon's been exercised. You're welcome, all. <laughs> uh, okay. When you get a little bit deeper, you realize that a lot of the other series in Weekly Shonen Jump are in similar boats. Like, Mashal seems to be in its final arc. Um... I don't think Mission Yazakura family is quite there. I think it's got some chapters left in the tank. Uh, same with Sakamoto Days. No, Mission Yazakura family is. Are you caught up? Uh, I'm on chapter 90-something. Oh, yeah. They recently introduced kind of endgame-ish antagonist. Um, yeah, so, like, okay, that's even, I guess, better or worse here. <laughs> not only, Not only that, but, like... Undead on Luck is also in its like yeah. final arc. Uh and then there's the big one, which is One Piece. It's in its final saga. Now this could mean two to five years, honestly, but still, mm -hmm. right? In two to five years is roughly the amount of time the rest of these other series will presumably end in as well, right? And two mm -hmm. to five years, assuming Weekly Shonen Jump doesn't cancel any new manga that, that they uh, approve right now mm -hmm. is like sixty chapters and you know, far be it from me to accuse Weekly Shonen Jump of uh, not being able to rely on, like, three brand new series with maybe uh, 60 chapters between them to, like, carry the entire magazine, right? For all I know, they could just, like, struck, strike gold and find the next three Chainsaw Mans. 
uh, just bunch together and kind of ride that wave until they have to like think about this problem again in the next couple years after that. <laughs> but like, generally speaking, you know, One Piece has been low key hard carrying, and then as of recently, I want to say in the last ten years, has only slowly been you know, medium carrying, then sort of soft carrying as it stands right now, right? But the reason that burden's been lifted is because of, like, series like Black Clover, like My Hero Academia, that have been going on for, you know, as long as they have. My Hero Academia is nine years old this year. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's kind of wild that My Hero's that, yeah. that, uh, that veteran of a series. Yeah, same with Black Clover, because they came out in a relatively uh, similar amount of time. And, and... What's even like what's even crazier is that they're still technically considered new gen, which is fascinating. They're considered new gen by people who like you know were reading manga when they came. They're not really like when you, I don't know, I uh, think... a series that's ten years old isn't. I don't know. You, it's hard to qualify that as like new anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I'd say five years. I think is the good shelf life to get you out of new gen, right? Like. Uh, JJK, I think, is still within that, like, new-gen realm. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Black Clover, My Hero, they're the second oldest series in the magazine after One Piece. Therefore, you know, you could say, oh, yeah, they, they have the most legacy readers or legacy buyers. Mm -hmm. And this is spe speaking strictly about Weekly Shonen Jump, right, specifically, mm -hmm. um, which we'll get into later in, in the podcast. But it, it it's odd. It's, it's definitely um, odd to see the end game of so many series approaching and all uh, at different junctures i'd say of their respective lifespans because the weird thing is one piece right like to kind of put it bluntly like a series going on for as long as one piece has for and as popular as it is 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 it's like finding an oil field like 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 untapped you know what i mean uh yeah. and they've been pumping for a quarter century <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know as with every new generation it seems like the amount of uh i don't know longevity seems to be sh like lower and lower and lower and for good reason manka's health you know isn't what it used to be uh, i heard and please confirm here like kishimoto like retired after naruto because he just like couldn't keep drawing anymore um uh yeah most mangaka don't yeah. really end up like, keeping up that same like vigor or like level of quality that they do when they start because it just it just becomes taxing yeah and kubo's tendons were like he had to be he had to go to the hospital you know for it, yeah. it, it, it there's six seven hundred chapters it's just not happening anymore i just don't think it's feasible i don't think it's viable people aren't, and, people aren't interested like yeah the it, that style of shonen i think people are not really not not interested in seeing but sort of um it sort of authors aren't necessarily interested in doing that either like you're gonna see like more 400 chapter max series you're gonna see like some just just some generally shorter stuff um and i i think you're gonna see like faster paced stuff like chainsaw man's first part right the entire entire thing is sub 100 chapters right maybe chainsaw man part two will be like 100 chapters maybe 100 like 150 if you really want to really want to be crazy and it's like imagine imagine like two parts of a series that that should be able to like exist and kind of stand alone almost both existing at sub 100 chapters right like naruto just og naruto not including shippuden is like 220 chapters or something like that i foresee that just that part being like part one of naruto being longer than like um chainsaw man when it ends up finishing up part two right 
Yeah. So like, when you look at it like that, yeah. manga are just skewing shorter. They're just skewing like less and less, uh, less and less chapters. Yeah, and clearly, I think Chainsaw Man uh, being a series that was once in Weekly Shonen Jump is kind of the best representation of this new uh, pacing style. Because, you know, there's that infamous uh, Chainsaw Man level pacing meme. Uh, mm. But it's solid, right? Like, Fujimoto, like, finished part one in under, you know, what, 100 chapters? Like, mm. that's impressive. And you still got a lot of depth to the Chainsaw Man verse and the characters. Like, the time and panels were used with efficiency right like, yeah. like he didn't he didn't waffle and hmm. now he's able to tell like you know part two of the story and that could be you know 50 chapters we've we've gotten what you know 10 12 chapters of chainsaw man part two so far and you know speaking of somebody who has read it it slaps man like it's fun like like it's just enjoyable yeah and it's and it's technically a brand new story so I think don't try to justify yourself. You're and, not you're not slick. And I think okay. And I think like the My Hero Academias and the Black Clovers are like the final relics of this of this attitude. Um, and you know they're not going out spectacularly, which is why you know the the, the trends kind of dying out. Because you know Horikoshi's yeah. been dropping, especially as of recently, the last couple chapters, like 10, 12 page chapters, which is like well below the you know the seventeen, eighteen that um, there's a, like weekly shonen jump manga are like expected to drop weekly right and uh, uh tabata had to take three months hiatus uh this this past year uh, what am i saying horikoshi took like a month or two off this year uh this past year too like there's definitely an increase in weekly shonen jump uh manga just like taking breaks and i don't know if it's like a symptom of the industry you know softening up or maybe it's just the manga like putting their feet down either way like it's a net good um, but I think the fact that it's happening to these, like, especially to these veterans is like, yeah, man, tells the younger guys, <laughs> shit, it ain't worth it, dog. Just, you know, let, let me, let me fix up my pacing real quick. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, it, it's sort of before you encourage, you make a manga as long for as long as possible, right? Tell the longest possible story you can. And that's that, that bred some like really good stories and like i love naruto i love bleach dragon ball all those kinds of series are really good but people you know when you look at the repercussions like the health like not risks but like sort of the expectations of yeah man you're not gonna see your family for 10 20 years because you gotta be drawing and writing all the time i mean like tagashi is a, a very good example yeah. of somebody who's, who's who has to deal with some of those things and and Tagashi isn't even like someone who's drawn or made manga like even when you combine with Yu Yu show like an Oda right it just yeah. it's just not it's not the case or like even a Kishimoto or Kubo they're all in that similar area of of how much manga they've drawn I wouldn't I wouldn't want to make something that long either yeah. so don't get me wrong um like series are seem to be skewing towards being a lot shorter and a lot uh like quicker pace i mean like if you want to if you want to use a prime example of like one of the biggest things shonen jump has seen in a while is is demon slayer and demon slayer yeah. ended in 200 chapters right Less even one, right yeah yeah one of their one of their biggest hits just it was 200 chapters not not so much a flash in the pan but it's a it's a story that had no interest in going beyond like you know what it intended to do it's like gotage had a 200 chapter story to tell so she told it in 200 chapters and kind of left it at that um so and, and I think like with Gay Gay and um and, and other authors that are coming up, I could see four hundred chapters kind of being where people 
like kind like of that is the it. new thousand or seven hundred or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I I think I think it's also like while it has led to a lot of like really insane like insanely popular stories, it's also kind of led to um, a kind of shift in how those stories are like presented because manga just had more time to kill. Mm-hmm. So it led to yeah. some it led to some bad habits. We'll call them where like. You know, certain things will just be extended for no reason. Fights will do the uh, back forth, back forth, back forth, kind of like you know, uh, um, you know, like battle shown in fighting tropes. It's like you power up, then I power up, then I then you reveal you have a secret power up, and I reveal I have like an ultimate power up, and the fight ends, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, like, we, we see in something like, uh, like, okay, so like the training arc, for example, is like sort of a thing that I think you don't see as much done to like, okay. So like dragon balls training arcs would be like pretty long, pretty drawn out. Naruto. I don't know how one piece does its training arcs where I'm at. It's not, we haven't really seen too much of those. It did a time. Skip, um, that's what it did. Yeah. Um, but like JJK doesn't have like a training arc. The closest thing you could say is like maybe goodwill. Yeah. Um, because, but that is a tournament arc where some training ends up getting done. You know what I mean? Um, Demon Slayer kind of has it in the beginning, but and and sort of towards the end. But it's not really something that we see that much of. Chainsaw Man has like a chapter of training with Power and Denji <laughs> versus Kishibe, and, and like manga just seem to not like the shorter manga. It's because you don't really have time to put on that. The training is kind of handled in different ways and like throughout the story in a more like fluid thing to do. Um, so I think. I think you're going to see some of those, like, some of those tendencies cut out. And I think with manga, like, so another thing, like, outside of just the length of the manga going down, um, maybe I'm just cynical or, like, I'm just, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old head when it comes to manga, <laughs> I guess. I'm not reading anything in Weekly Shonen Jump in particular that I'm loving. Um, there is some other things just in Shonen Jump in general, like Don to Don, Chojin X, um, other, like Jump Chainsaw Plus. Man now. Yeah. Yeah, Jump Plus, right? Now, Jump Plus got some bangers. Yeah. Jump and, Plus got some bangers in the tank, man. Dude, and, and Jump Plus is, like, a whole other, like, uh, part of this puzzle, and I want to get to it right after we thank uh, Sudan, Sudanime. This, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Thank you for the... Uh, damn it, YouTube. Thank you for the 10. Thank you for the 10. I, 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 I was literally trying to, like, figure out what currency that is. I'm so sorry, dude. Do you guys think Kenjaku could beat 15 Finger Sukuna? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a very high diff, but you know, he could do it. Yeah. Um, um so let let me just uh quickly, you know, go back to this uh, uh chapter count thing before we get into jump plus. What do you think the new standard is? Because um honestly I'd say Chainsaw Man is still an exception generally to this this kind of practice, uh of like it's the extreme end, right, that we're seeing already, but it's not, like, the average end, right? So, mm. what do you think is the, like, new average? Because I think JJK is going to be the series that ultimately decides that. Like, however long Gege goes with JJK, let's say it's, like, 300 chapters, right? Mm. That's a nice little ceiling, right? It, it's, like, a it's a fair, like, it's a hefty amount of chapters to, like, really build up a universe. And you could definitely, like, have enough intrigue and, like, unanswered-ish questions about it to make, like, light novels, which... He already has uh yeah. and uh i don't know data books like 
there's definitely a lot you can do with a series that long, but and also still have it be like a relatively shorter amount of time for the mankas, you know, to be working on it without like too much of a detriment to their health, you know, not good. Um, yeah. So I think 300 chapters, if Giga skews there, would be like a nice new like bar, right? Uh, mm. With let's say uh, uh, Fujimoto being like the extreme end of the other spectrum, where it's like that's what you should like 150 chapters in and out, get out. Assuming you know Chainsaw Man just <laughs> completely ends at 150 chapters, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm curious what you think the new average will be, or like the new ceiling. Okay, the new ceiling, the new average, and series that represent it or are currently like going to embody this. Yeah. So I think. I could see 350 kind of being that ceiling with anywhere from Ooh. 250 to 300 being kind of you know uh where people where people like average out. I think I imagine Gage is going to probably be in between that. Like it's probably in... 300 350. Um It's interesting you say that because like the 50 chapters doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a year and a half of publication, like additional publication, I mean, right? Mm -hmm. So, assuming you uh, Gage uh JJK started in what 2018? Yeah, well, that's... oh, uh, Funky Monk, thank you for the ten dollars. Appreciate it. My, uh, high uh, hopes for Kaiju number eight. eight. Yes, yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people are fucking uh, are are, uh, are tying their flags to the to the Kaiju number eight train. I'm a believer, dude. Yeah. I, I I've read. Uh, I'm caught up to Kaiju number eight. I think it's solid. I I think. I think, with a little bit more, I don't know, personality, it can really like cook, dude. Like it's it's nice. And depending mm. on how the anime does, we'll also, we might also see, like, a big surge in popularity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Kaiju number 8, like, has been pulling kind of some ridiculous numbers, right? Yeah, I, like, yeah. It, it has like, for, for manga-only yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, sorry. Uh, the, the point I was trying to make, interrupting you, my bad, again, uh, was mm. the 50-chapter difference uh, in that ceiling is, you know, on almost almost another two years of publication, right? That's mm -hmm. that would be the difference between Gage doing JJK and ending it, you know, from 2018 to like 2024 ish to like yeah. 2025, 2026. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. That's kind of where I think the ceiling is, though. I think people aren't. They're probably gonna have a fringe 400 plus chapter series, right? But I do think that you're we're gonna see people not be interested in telling those kinds of stories because you ju you just see people getting through the end games a lot earlier right and True, yeah. i think that's to benefit and detriment like depending on what types of stories you end up like like you like to read but um these these stories are starting to they seem to skew a little bit less and i mean i don't know I like even something that's you know really good like sakamoto days i can't i just it maybe you know it's I, i'm just short-sighted but i can't really imagine that going on for i don't know 300 more chapters to get into that like 400 chapter mark you know what i mean mm. um also uh gratian lexton again sorry from if, if i butchered your name thank you for the five pounds see i know that one <laughs> okay it's pounds i i thought it was a euro i almost panicked i was like there was i said it with a lot of confidence bro <laughs> 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 um 400 chapters seems more reasonable mm, seems more reasonable new average my hero academia and black over will definitely be above it well just chainsaw man will likely be between 300 and 400 it's interesting that you think chainsaw man would go up to 300 and 400 i can't i can't even imagine 300 chapters of chainsaw man it doesn't even yeah it doesn't fit with fujimoto's writing style because i think fire punch only went up to like what 80 chapters and uh i think chainsaw, so yeah, yeah chainsaw man i think so like assuming he doesn't do a part three or something would probably only go up to like 150 
but with JJK, I think three to four hundred, like BR and I have been saying, is like seems like a good new ceiling. It seems healthier too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hundred chapters seems uh, like a new good, like more reasonable average. Which you know is crazy to think because like that's still like ten years of publication, assuming you you don't like do massive hiatus that hiatuses mm-hmm. that much. Um, that's 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 ten years of your life, yeah. right? That that's still like an extreme end, right? Like 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 that is still more than enough to be considered a ceiling, in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'd be in the same boat there. Um, yeah, I don't I don't foresee change in my going that long. I just don't think Fujimoto to me seems like the type of author that'll do a lot of stuff, like bounce around and not like you know stick to one series for like a decade or so. Um, you know, he'll you know he'll write part two, maybe tell the story he feels like he needs to tell, and then and then keep it pushing. Yeah, um, he's definitely maybe move you know, on to more one shots or, or yeah, something he, like he a new series has a or something like that. Of ideas like like that's a huge part of it. Like uh, Fujimoto is like a creative guy, you know. Like not to say like no, what, that's such an insane thing. It's like Fujimoto is a creative guy, therefore the other mangas aren't. You know, like mm. he seems like erratically creative in that like he doesn't just want to do one thing seemingly. Um, yeah. And I can see like. I can see other manga wanting to be to emulate that, right? Like, I'd love to see a Horikoshi one shot that isn't, you know, My Hero Academia, or like, you know, how he said he wants to draw that horror manga after. Yeah. Let him cook, bro. Like, hmm. let him do his thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested in, in seeing something like that. Um, yeah. Um, now, I, I this is something I kind of want to I want to talk about. How do you feel about like the up and coming prospects for Shonen Jump, like Weekly Shonen Jump in particular? Give me a sample. Um, hmm. Sample, like like who, who uh, would it be? So you got. I'll just. I'm just gonna go down the line. So you, <laughs> you got me and Robuko. Oh my god. Um, you got Mashal, Witch Watch, Akane Banashi, Cipher Academy. Ichigoki's Under Control, Blue Box, Mission Yozakura, Sakamoto Days, The Elusive Samurai, Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins, like those those series that aren't quite as established. I mean, even even like I mean Sakamoto Days and Under Look are kind of and Mashal 2 are kind of a step above. Like they're kind of more in the middle, I feel like. Um, but you know, they're still like just that that like that row directly below One Piece, JJK, Black Clover. I mean, I'd say they're well below. Like, they're still in their infancy, as far as I'm concerned, which is crazy because if you're reading Mashal, I don't know if you're caught up. Um, No. Okay. Um, It's in its final arc. Like, the the guy, like, Mashal still hasn't fought, like, the final, final boss, but he he just, Mm -hmm. I think he's about to finish up the underboss, like, directly under Mm -hmm. him. And then, obviously, that fight, I think Mashal's got a good... On it, no, I'll even I'll double down. I think this is Mashal's last year. Yeah. So and it's crazy because it would it would end on like 160, 170 chapters, which is basically like where Mishinizakura family is right now. Mm-hmm. And it would already be over. And 170 chapters is pretty good. It's a pretty good amount of time to tell a good amount of story mm-hmm. and kind of move on. Um, yeah. I think anything else for a series like Mashal is just kind of it's excessive, right? So I, I think mm. ending it like on that kind of chapter count is nice, clean, tells the story, and you can move on. Um, Sakamoto Days is a little harder though because um, the slice of life aspect 
Um, so generally, it's like new fun character, fight, enemy at first, and then they kind of become like the employee of the Sakamoto uh, store. Um, that's like the the rough outline, but like I enjoy the slice of, the slice of life chapters between conflicts. You know, a lot. Like I think it's a huge part of like the soul of Sakamoto days. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly, I wouldn't even be mad at Sakamoto Days for going above 200 chapters. It's got like so many compelling characters and enough, like enough to it where I could see it filling in 200 chapters comfortably. But mm-hmm. I don't think it, it it should or would go above 250. Yeah, and I'm in the same boat with that. Um, so yeah, like, do you? I guess, I guess, like. I don't know. I, I, I think about, like, series that are that are sub-100 chapters that I enjoy a lot. And, like, when I think of just manga in general, I think of Trojan X. I think of Chain—not uh, even Chain Summon Part 2, because that's obviously above 100 chapters. But I think of—I um, think of Dawn to Dawn. Um, I don't know. I, I like, I, I personally, I'm not too—I mean, maybe Blue Box is in there, too. Um, but I don't know. Um, Kaiju number eight does well. I I'm not the biggest fan. Spike's family's really good though. Spike's family snaps, yeah. I I don't know. I've noticed that like a lot of the manga I enjoy a lot more now are not they're like they're not necessarily limited to Shonen Jump at all. Like before you was kinda I felt like it was almost like an inherent like if you like a new battle shonen, you're probably reading it in Shonen Jump. Um but I mean a lot of some of the like the like newer hits are not just being super localized um to to jump right obviously like this is this this next part is not about the quality of the manga it's more just about their like numerical success but you have like uh you have tokyo revengers um blue lock's been something that's coming up um i think what is the awashi i think is another soccer manga that's in weekly shonen magazine mm-hmm. uh fire force did you know decently well um like obviously yeah, like, they're not dominating the charts like like a like a JJK like a one piece whatever right but i'm noticing a trend of these these things seem to be a little bit more seem to be a little bit more like balanced a, a bit decentralized in terms yeah, of which, which series are seeing that level of success yeah which is why i think i i place the emphasis on weekly show and jump specifically and not even you know uh, sister companies or sister magazines like even from shueisha um because I think it's about not only the format, but I think Weekly Shonen Jump in particular is super trigger happy when it comes to canceling new series that potentially could be like could elevate it. The prime example, as we both as we both know, is Phantom Seer. Uh, Phantom Seer was special, man. Yeah. Uh, Funky Monk, thank you for the ten. I feel like some are carried by anime, and I don't see a problem with that. I think a lot of them could be elevated because of the anime. Um, like I think Undead Unlux anime would honestly elevate like the story like a lot you know i don't know if you've been seeing the trailers but like it's it's definitely like cool and and don't get me wrong undead unluck is just fun like it's so good right but i think the anime is just like it needs to i hope it popularizes it right like i hope it puts more people onto undead unluck because honestly i I think i think people are sleeping on it Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah, Undead Unluck's good, and I think I think another one that could be good, like, if you give a really good action animation, Sakamoto Days could go crazy. Um, but, yeah, I would say I would say Phantom Zoo is, like, the is the most notorious example of a of a trigger-happy, like, a premature cut, because I don't think... I don't think anybody thinks Phantom Seer was some masterpiece before it got axed. But just wasted potential. But it was, 
it was just a it was to me it was a good manga with an interesting main character an interesting power system and like great art and it was doing like to me it was like it was serving its purpose well enough like maybe it had some generic elements but it was overall a fun read and then it was just axe and like you know i'm you know i'm not too salty about that so much as i'm like i'm looking at other manga and i'm like okay super smartphone was another manga we kind of there was a little there was a little chapter in the podcast where me and creams are like yeah this is this is pretty good yeah i i i very soon like i very quickly uh realized ah this is not this had a, a nice first five chapters but it's not really good outside of that um I, i'm not really enjoying it all that much outside of that and then it got axed so it's like I don't know. I guess I'm liking Ichinose's Seven Deadly Sins, but I I don't imagine that or Family Sins. Sorry, I, I don't imagine that being like a flagship series, right? Um, like a, a pillar of the magazine. Um, and a lot of the manga that I I could consider that with an anime, like a like a Mishinozukura Family, uh, like an Undead Unluck, like Mashal, um, like a you know Sakamoto Days or a Blue Lock or a Blue Box rather. Um, they're kind of ending or close to it, or, like, around that area. Sakamoto Days, sure, isn't necessarily ending, but if it gets an anime, in, when, do we have a confirmation date for a Sakamoto Days anime, or is that... Uh, no, I, I I think it's just roughly 2025, or, or 2024. Okay, yeah. It's a, it, like, the, the, the manga could be over by then. Yeah. I, could, I can very well see that. Like, Undead Unluck, if, is it, if it's not getting an anime this year, that manga could be over by then. Mission Yuzakura Family, also the same thing. That manga could be over... Um, so it's like, it's not that these manga won't get a boost in sales, but it's sort of, these aren't, those aren't continuous reasons to buy the magazine anymore, right? You're not going to be bringing new magazine readers for those manga. It's like, just, oh, it, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, I, I have read Hell's Paradise and that was part of Jump Plus and, um, yeah, yeah it, it I think that's a really good uh, manga. I, I think somebody, uh, Danny Arasia, Arasia, uh, Hell's Paradise ended at 127 chapters and, I think it's in a similarish vein to Chainsaw Man's kind of pacing, uh, slightly mm -hmm. slower from what I read. Um, excuse me. Uh, but it's it still generally gets across the sentiment of like story to tell. You tell it, you move on, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, and he moved on to Ayashimon, But let's not talk about. That. <laughs> yeah, and I mean Ayashimon was in Weekly Shonen Jump, right? And yeah, I and think like canceled. twenty chapters in, it got it was axed and. I don't really mind all that one that one all that much. I wasn't too big of a fan of it, but I feel like it. It. I mean, I like you like have it, an author. Like, hmm? I, I really didn't like it. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I it was it was a series that like I wasn't the biggest fan of, but I feel like with an accomplished author like that, that's like clearly done really well in your like in your uh, company before you let them cook a little bit more than than twenty seven chapters. Not even from like a personal enjoyment standpoint, but more from like a, I'm interested in seeing how that could go um like if you could turn it around or if this is building up to something better um because i i, I mean i would agree shonen jump kind of be pulling the trigger on things really quickly um yeah i don't understand why shonen jump is so trigger happy to shoot down manga with clear potential uh it's because they don't see potential they really just see risk assessment <laughs> yeah like they'll see a series um i think I think I, okay, so this is from a uh, what I remember of Super Eye Patch Wolf's last uh, State of Shonen Jump video. So take it with a grain of salt. But I think he said something like, "They kind of look at first volume sales, second volume sales, and like third volume sales. And if they're not good, the series just get axed. Obviously, there's there's exceptions to this, um, but I think they also starting to take into account like 
weekly readership, you know, online and stuff, which is super new for Weekly Shonen Jump because, you know, it's a physical magazine and has been for, you know, the last, you know, 30, 40 years or whatever. Um, so I think that's why series like, uh, what's it called? Like the Red Riding Hood one, you know, the one I'm talking about? Yeah. They keep promoting for some reason. Well, they're promoting because they're selling their volumes physically now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, you know, they, the one they're I'm probably going to have a one less push. What it's called? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> it, do- it doesn't matter. But, like, you know, like with that series, I think they canned oh, it after. Just like, Red Hood? No, it's not that. Um, I think they canned it after, like, 15 chapters. Yeah, it's Hunter's Guild Red Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's not nearly enough time for the first volume sales to come in, so it had to be, like, declining like, weekly readership sales, I don't know, uh, popularity polls, however they measure it. Like, the the problem wasn't, uh, oh, yeah, the potential of the series could be X, Y, and Z. I think it was, like, it's just not doing the numbers week to week, and it's, like, consistently not doing the numbers, so it's getting asked, uh, axed. Yeah. Um... Yeah, didn't people literally do math to prove that Shonen Jump any any more trigger happy than any other year? I have no idea. Yeah, uh, um, source. It'd be interesting math to like that would. I wonder how you would end up doing that equation because it's like if the series just are more popular from the jump, right? Then Shonen Jump would likely not ax it as much. But yeah, whatever. I I I don't know. Like. It may just be the the talent that's in the pool right now, right? There may not be, you know, people may just not got that clutch gene right now. But, um, mm. yeah, it's sort of like it's like I get it from a like a sales perspective of whatever, whatever. You want to make sure you're not wasting like magazine space on a manga that isn't going to do well. That's fine. But I think the the result currently is leading to a um a lack of of new in my opinion like interesting manga and you could say okay maybe they're they're you know they're axing as many series per amount of time as they did before but if you're noticing that it's not getting you the same reward maybe a a strategy change wouldn't be um, like so it's like oh if it's like it worked in the past cool is it working now if if you know if the argument is if the argument is it's working right now and shonen jump is on a trajectory they want to be sure keep doing what you're doing but Something working in the past, or that being the way it's been done, isn't really a reason to say that's how it should be done moving forward. Because if times are changing, if series are ending a lot quicker, right? If series are ending like in half the rate they used to, you know, that means you're going to need more hits at a higher rate, which means you probably need to take it. You you need to take those factors into account. If if times are changing, right? If it's like okay. This this is what worked when we were make, when we were publishing six hundred plus chapter manga. Now we're now we're cutting that down to like maybe four hundred chapters per manga, right? As a as a an estimated projection, and that's what that's like a five year difference of actual publication. Cool. Let's not make a strategy change. I don't know. You know, I'm no I'm no magazine runner, but that <laughs> to me doesn't seem like the best option. Not only that, but I'm about this data, right? It might. I haven't seen it, so again, please take this with a grain of salt, but I have the feeling it might potentially be a little deceiving uh, because it could account for, like, total volume of cancellations per year, which would, wouldn't show a change, right, as, as um, uh, the thesis suggests. But it could also be, um, if you take, a, like, a closer look, it could also be a symptom of, like, how quickly they're canceling, not just the quantity of the cancellations. So, for example, series that start at the beginning of the year 
and get canceled before the end of the year, right? Just kind of hunching here, just personal hunch. It could be way, way bigger than like previous years. Like, I don't know that yeah. for sure, but I have a feeling, and, and especially if you take a look in the like last four years, I think that's like a relevant amount of time to like absorb the information. It could just be like um, the like amount of new series that got canceled in a relatively short amount of time. So uh, it, that could be it. Again, I haven't seen the data, but it's just like a, an, an inference or like potential yeah. like I don't know, fault in like the way the data presents itself. Um, that aside, uh, I'm super. I'm super curious. Uh, I, I guess like to kind of cap it all off before we get into like other weekly Shonen Jump or oh my God, other Shonen Jump you know magazines. One Piece ends, right? And let's say uh, all this, all these series end in like three, four years, right? Let's say four years. One Piece ends, JJK ends, Gage just is just like you know what? I'm done. I'm I'm good. Like that that quite enough, mm-hmm. right? Um. Mashal's already ha- will have ended at that point. Let's say Sakamoto Days ends at that point. I think you know that's roughly to get it to two hundred chapters. Yeah, mm-hmm. two two three years. So like, yeah, um, Mission Yasukura Family ends. Um, Black Clover ends. My Hero ends. That's all of it. <laughs> that's 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 basically it. Yeah, like, and it's it's the, it's like it's possible because I I knew. All like all it takes for a new you know a new good series to pop into the magazine is literally you know a new good series. series yeah. Um. But it, you when you look at like I mean I guess I guess I would ask, um, like out of genuine curiosity, but it also may prove the point, is like okay, what in the past two years has been made that is a mix of extremely popular and extremely good like quality wise right yeah um if it's popular for, for it's, people that are like skeptical good. like and then if it's good it's not as popular i think is like the catch-22 but lately i've noticed like a lot of like sakamoto days is great right um mission is family is great but they haven't broken into the mainstream uh the same way that like jjk's uh did like it, the jjk's blow up was like massive right same with the like, chainsaw mans they kind of like took the the audience by storm yeah, I don't know if JJK did that great in just its manga, but, like, with an anime, it definitely popped yeah, off like, like that. Yeah, but, like, it elevated it. Like, okay, the anime, like, an anime can elevate a manga, but, like, the way it elevated JJK was, like, you know, 50 million sales of elevation, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you can make the case that, like, maybe these other series just need an anime to kind of get the same momentum, and then you can see, like, just truly how, how big their potential is. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the... The, the draw um or the draw the, the problem is they're also not getting animes as like frequently and as quickly like mission as a family so? just got announced for an anime and it's been in syndication like it's like the fourth oldest one in the magazine <laughs> yeah i think mission as a family is sort of like an ex- a weird exception to the rule and not the rule though what makes you um, because like i'm un- i'm assuming so huh what makes you say that? Well, because because Un- Undead Lu- Unluck's getting an anime, right? And right, that's true. that's a newer series than Mission Yuzakura Family. Um, I assume Sakamoto Days is going to get one before it hit- it hits like 150 chapters. It's probably at least going to get one announced. Um, Kaiju Number Eight has an anime, uh, or has an anime coming. Spike's Family actually has an anime that's out, right, and mm-hmm. successful already, and it's sub 100 chapters. Um, 
it seems that Mission Yozakura Family was just a series they were slow to pull the trigger on, um, rather than, like, that being the way they end up going about it. Um, so, like, all of these things could be increased by, um, like, in up-and-coming, like, anime, right? It does really well for it. Um, but I think the, like, the unavoidable truth currently, right, is regardless, like, let's say Shonen Jump like, isn't doing anything incorrectly, right? Everything right. that they're doing strategically makes sense. Um, the, you still run into the problem of, yes, okay, let's say they're doing it correctly, right? They're, they're, you know, they're managing the talent that comes in properly. You have to, you have to, uh, you have to, you have to look at it like this, right? Okay. They can't control the quality of authors that, that present to them. You know what I mean? So mm. if, if the cycle before was, okay, every 10 years, we need at least two or three banger authors to come in and just really shake things up again. Cool. Whatever. That's fair. That makes sense. And that worked in the past. Right. But if now it's like, okay, cool. Now, instead of every 10 years, every right, five. every, every five years, mm -hmm. we need somebody to shake things up and, and has a banger. Right. That may not seem that difficult, but you know, people aren't just making One Piece or JJK or My Hero or Black Clover or Chainsaw Man every, like, like so casually like that. Like, those things, it just requires a lot. I think to me, it requires a perfect storm of things because My Hero is not My Hero. It, it, to me, it doesn't reach the popularity it does if, like, you, you, you change this one thing and, and it gets handed off to, like, it, it gets done like like Black Clover's anime, right? Where it has really good peaks in terms of animation and episodes, whatever, but it's, it's, incons it's, it's consistency is put into doubt, right? Cool. Like, if you mess up, like, you could take something that is bound for, like, wide audience appeal and you mess it up, you give it to the wrong studio, right? All of these things, I just think that, like, the shorter manga give shonen jump a shorter window and like a a bigger like it puts more pressure on them to make everything line up exactly right a lot faster than they had to before mm. i guess that like okay i can see from that perspective but my counter would be like it, i think if they didn't cancel as many manga uh, in the way they do, or if maybe they weren't as aggressive in their approach, they could retain more of these, like, new age mangaka. Like, for example, um, uh, the manga who wrote uh, Assassination Classroom, mm -hmm. kind of killing with uh, Akane uh, Banshi? Banashi? He's not writing that. He's writing uh, Elusive Samurai. Elusive right? Samurai. Oh my god, sorry. Yeah. Got confused there for a sec. Yeah, he... But, like, the point... Akane Banashi, I think, is, do is, doing, is doing pretty well. I think people yeah. like that. Right, but, like, I'm saying the fact that they kind of have this, like, I don't know, good relationship with this manga who has, you know, been successful in the past and is also talented enough to make it work with, like, a second series. Uh, uh, I think I think Assassination Classroom was, all, was also in Weekly Shonen Jump, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think so. I would assume yeah. so, yeah. Um. Anyway, the point is, right, like, that, like, instead of forcing, I don't know, instead of, like, urging or forcing you know you got to write your next naruto or the next bleach or the next one piece it should be like okay this story is done you had you know you've proven your success your success before do you still want like an outlet for you know publishing your work here with like a new series right um because i think that's usually been reserved for like legacy authors like i think kishimoto got that with samurai 8 and didn't do well yeah um yeah but like you know with with i, I I hate that I can't remember his name right now. The guy who wrote um, Assassination Classroom, right? 
mm-hmm. sequel series not only exists in Weekly Shonen Jump, but is also performing well. Uh, does, but, it, like, that's a good thing to do to retain these, like, I don't know, quality authors, no? It's like, Gege would presumably end Jujutsu Kaisen, but he's not, mm-hmm. like, you, you want him to keep writing, keep drawing, obviously, like, you don't want him to just, like, put down the pen permanently. Um, yeah. At least I don't. I don't know about you, but... Yeah, no, I I would be able to say that I don't want Gege to stop making manga. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, but like, you know, if if Weekly Shonen Jump or Jump Plus was like, hey man, loved working with you, JJK slapped, we got a spot open uh, if you have like another series that you want to draw. And it's like, oh shit, word, I don't have to go to Kadansha? Let's fucking go. Yeah. So, I don't know, I I think retaining talent is like a huge part of it because I feel like the way they kind of cancel series so abruptly leads to a lot of bitterness that's just me speculating honestly but like i imagine um the manga for hell's paradise or the one especially for like phantom seer probably didn't leave on the best of terms i i disagree i think all i think like to me i think horikoshi is like the prime example of like it probably creates this like desperation to get in like horikoshi got axed twice really early Mm. on before he made my hero um, I think, you know, it's, and obviously my hero is my hero. Um, so I feel like the thing is, it's kind of tough, right? Because like, obviously we were just complaining about this earlier and people complain about, oh, they're getting act so fast. They're getting act so fast. I'm like, yeah, to some extent I would agree. Like, I think Phantoms here was good enough to like, obviously if it, if it's just wasn't selling, it wasn't selling. That's just what it is. I can't really do anything about that, but like purely from a quality standpoint, um, I think it was good enough to continue, right? Like, I think there was some clear talent there's on, on both the artistic and, and writing side, whatever, whatever. Some of these new manga, though, are just bad. Like, it, it, <laughs> it just has it just has to be said, right? Some of them are just are just not good, and they're like not enjoyable. Um, and obviously, quality is subjective, duh. But we're t- Jesus. That 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 statement is such like a nothing burger statement. Yes, duh. We're talking about a subjective art, like whatever. Anyway, like it, it, the quality does get reflected in the sales, which is ultimately how these things keep like getting published, right? It's like there needs to be some level of like for companies, there is an objective quality. <laughs> like the quality is the number. Yeah. So like. If it if it's basically to them right, it it getting canceled translates to it wasn't good, or you know the attention or the eyeballs just aren't there, right? Like, and that's kind of the framework we have to operate in because we roughly can kind of uh, interpret interpolate or whatever the um, quality of uh, the same like the same metrics for quality that these companies are like imposing on these manga right so like a lot of re- like you'll hear you'll hear uh stories of um editors being going to manga and being like make this more of a battle shonen right i think mashal got something mm-hmm. like that um and you know like to them that's quality quote unquote and if the sales reflect that then it's even by like a slight margin then like that's vindication like that's what they're looking for that is that is good manga to them yeah um for sure saying? yeah i was just saying like when i say like a manga is bad like obviously i'm talking uh, like somewhat to my personal taste and i'm also mm-hmm. talking like to what i i see to be a general consensus of like this is boring or like this is not entertaining or in like reading and being like wow i can this this like not even from like a super critical standpoint like not even from a like 
what is the narrative depth and thematic implications of this series? It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. I read this and I don't want to keep reading. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, you just move on. And yeah. Like, it, and you can yeah. be as like deep with the reasons as you want. It's going to vary person to person. Right. But if the end result mm -hmm. is person puts it down and doesn't pick it back, back up, that's, that's, it's bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, especially if you're coming at it from like a, uh, does this thing deserve this slot in this super popular magazine like that potentially mm -hmm. a, a better or you know more entertaining or series that could attract more eyeballs would take the answer is always going to be like improve or get cancelled mm. yeah yeah and Liv does bring up an, uh, <laughs> an interesting thing Minzel said like Weekly Student Jump isn't just there for sales it's for people to continue buying the magazine which is like you know a sale um I don't think meat or creams are purely talking like uh, like volume covers or volume sales, right? It's kind of like, what do you contribute to people continuously wanting to buy Weekly Shonen Jump, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's undeniable that people continue buying Weekly Shonen Jump in part for One Piece, in part for JJK, in part for Black Clover, in part for My Hero, right? Obviously, you get, like, you get, you get cut um, if you are, like, one, not selling volumes, but also, two if it's not really showing that you're 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 demonstrating like a provable uh sort of contribution to the magazine's success uh also i neglected my brothers for too long that's a fun username um it's not about like how we view the series right it's it's not like it's not a matter of us being open-minded or, or not open-minded right if we're just coming at it from like just reading the series as, as fans as readers and we don't like something right we're just not gonna keep reading it like, like that's that's kind yeah. of the inherent right you like, have it, as a reader like it's sort of the job of the author to make this new concept interesting like it's it's like okay cool 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 right it could be an interesting concept it could be like a very a very interesting one a completely unique one it is not just your job as an author to make an interesting concept it is your job to make an interesting concept that like is executed well right so like one example of like an, uh, a concept that's interesting in theory is like a build king, right? Mm -hmm. um, okay, that was an interesting idea. That was also one of the least enjoyable manga experiences I've ever had in my life, right? Mm -hmm. Like those two things aren't mutually exclusive. It's not that the concept was bad; it was that everything else was to me whatever. If I have right. to add that, but for you're, people you're to understand like, that. But, but the thing is, but I am a reader. Point, <laughs> you're a reader, right? There, there's like different ways to consume. Uh, works of art right there's you know from a critical perspective and from like a personal enjoyment perspective right from a personal enjoyment perspective like what we do in our you know off time or whatever if we don't like something we just don't keep reading it right if we're coming at something critically we've a probably read more of it <laughs> to kind of like get that far to think about it critically and b we're judging it by like you know different standards those are also subjective to us but when it comes to like how we approach uh, uh, engaging with a piece of art, it's go going to be fundamentally different from how the company who's in charge of like disseminating it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about uh, whether or not we we like Meathead Battle Shonen, which by the way, you know, I do, and I know Bjorn does. <laughs> right? That's that's not that's neither here nor there, right? But for the company, the reason they say that is because for them, it's like a proven formula of success. So they'll give these notes to manga, even if it doesn't make sense, right? Because for them, that is just, oh, just make this a battle shonen. Uh, a lot of people hated the transition that Mashal made, right? But, like... Yeah, me it, included. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't. I, didn't I, right? I, thought it was, I thought it was funnier. Dude, I, yeah. I didn't think it was funny. I thought the battle shonen part was, like, way better, right? So, for, like... Mm. So, like, 
the, that almost, you know, it, it's it's kind of case by case, right? But from mm-hmm. their perspective, from Weekly Shonen Jump's perspective, because like Shueisha has like all the actual numbers, right? If mm-hmm. if line goes up, therefore good, good. yeah, right. So like yeah. you're, I, I don't want to say you're conflating, but like the way we engage with it is going to be fundamentally different from how Shueisha and Weekly Shonen Jump engage with it. And I'll be honest with you, the effect their perspective has is a little little bit stronger than ours. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I yeah. I think, and up. and I think it's kind of like because there, there's because there's two ways to approach this, right? There's two ways to kind of tackle it. Like we've kind of been tackling it from a like uh, sort of monetary standpoint of will Shonen Jump not be able to sustain itself because they're not getting any sales or whatever? And I think that's less likely than Shonen Jump becoming less of a hub for. Uh, once again, because I apparently this needs to be clarified, good manga subjectively, yeah. right? Like I've noticed, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, like I've noticed that the not only just like series that are doing well sales wise, but series that I'm just enjoying more and more are like less centralized to one being like from Shonen Jump and two just being Shonen exclusive series in general. Um, but it's just like like okay, Weekly Shonen Jump, right? Obviously, you have. Like, the ones that I, I would say I come to it for, like, JJK, My Hero, um, Sakamoto Days, and uh, Mission is a Kura Family, right? Those are, like, mm-hmm. those are the heavy hitters. But, like, Weekly Shonen Magazine has just, like, it has, I think it has Gachi Kuta. I think it has Blue Lock. I think it has, um, uh, I almost mentioned Tokyo <laughs> Avengers in the sense. That, that was crazy. It had Attack on um, Titan, I think, yeah. I had Attack on Titan, right? Like, I think it, I think it's fair to say that it's, like other manga are kind of for me quality wise making weekly shonen jump less of the centralized place to go for good manga in this type right because like once again you i'm differentiating weekly shonen jump from something like um from like jump plus which has kaiju number eight which even then i'm not the biggest fan of that one but dawn to dawn um obviously hell's paradise was in there before uh <laughs> spikes family's really good um so it's kind of a it's kind of a like I don't know. I'm I'm just it's like there's only so many ways to do a battle shonen within a specific formula, interestingly. Um Yeah, and that, keep, that's how I feel about that. And keep in mind, right, like we the battle shonen format has been successful in weekly shonen jump specifically and I guess shonen as like a you know, demographic or whatever more broadly. Mm. And when it comes to uh, uh, you know series that you know are printed in the magazine but come from a different perspective, like God, I can't believe I use this as an, as an example, but like me and Roboco <laughs> or mm-hmm. um, uh, High School Family, right? These are two unique concepts that are not battle shown in heavy. It's not like a flat mm-hmm. rule that they just like the editor goes, okay, maybe you know maybe me and Roboco can do like a tournament arc or something right like that's uh-huh. that's not the kind of thing like obviously it's going to be different metrics for different types of series, uh-huh. but what we're saying is like it's usually carried by those series, right I think uh-huh. my perspective or my opinion is like again, I can't believe I can't believe I'm stuck with this one um okay, no, I'll use Akane Banshi, right or Banashi, yeah uh. An Akane Banashi can exist comfortably because One Piece exists to carry, like, the sales of the magazine, right? It, like, it's... The, the 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 point of this conversation is what happens when One Piece is gone? What happens when My Hero is gone? What happens when JJK is gone? What happens when all these, like, all these series that are 
kind of basically doing the same thing that that has been making Shonen Jump like the Weekly Shonen Jump like the go-to for for you know Battle Shonen is it's gone like like what happens like like does it become uh the new kind of experimental magazine that I think you're uh implying like with those new cool concepts right or is it do they just kind of like get rid of the whole thing and just be like no these series aren't popular enough on their own like like the the question is speculative in nature mm-hmm. all right yeah. well, like we're not saying don't do anything new only meathead battle shown like like i and in fact like i would i would say no no don't like yeah. a lot of them a lot of the manga that that i enjoy like are not not only not just like battle shonen or like you know maybe they're just different takes on battle shonen but like they're just like you know you you someone's saying like oh they're trying multiple demographics and like yeah that's true but when you think weekly shonen jump right i promise you the first manga you think of is like the weekly shonen jump like top five manga yeah. you're probably not going to think of anything that is not a battle shonen because that's kind of what it's branded itself as, right? right Akane that's... Banashi exists within the magazine. Me and Roboco exist within the magazine. Neither of those are, like, battle shonen manga. But when you look at, like, the ones people tend to generally, right, go to, you look at a JJK, a One Piece in the past. You look at a Naruto, a Dragon Ball, a Yu Yu Hakusho, a Hunter Hunter, a Bleach, right? Mm-hmm. In those, you're going to have your, your, your you know, your fringe Gintama, which kind of blends two of those together. Yeah, You're going to have some fringe Dr. comedy Stones, series, right? Or your Dr. Stones, yeah. right? But Dr. Stone was never a, it was never MHA. And that's a good thing. I, it yeah. doesn't need to be MHA in terms of like how it's written. But when you look at like from a, a company that's like trying most likely to be like purely profitable, it's like, you know, you most probably likely. would want more, more, more MHAs, more one pieces, more JJKs than you want that are not that yeah and like i think dr stone's i don't know advantage was like it did everything else so well that like Mm -hmm. it and it it executed its core premise consistently like faithfully that Mm -hmm. it was able to like maintain its success and end naturally right Mm -hmm. without those make it a battle shonen right kind of notes Mm -hmm. but for something like build king It got canceled you know it, it is no longer with us i'll let you guys infer <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah saying that's only saying that like that's been the trend for like only the last two decades is kind of crazy <laughs> like it's only been that way for 20 years okay that seemed that that's that's you know yeah and it's also been like, that way for 20 years it's been that way longer if you count like jojo's and fist of the north star and like these classic shonen series is like <laughs> you know battle shonen yeah so it's there's definitely a lot more there's definitely a lot more to the uh like conversation about like what gets printed in the magazine versus what gets successful versus what they think will be successful and then ultimately how these coincide with audience expectations of like what they want from the magazine right because i think Mm -hmm. if i like what's what's uh what's the shoju version of like weekly shonen jump i forgot the name of it but it's like it's shoujo beat um it's like imagine in shoujo beat jjk is like a series there it's like it probably won't do as well right because it's like the wrong environment for it you know like yeah it, it's <sighs> there's a lot of factors that go into a series popularity or getting asked axed or getting popular 
Yeah, and like I think I think the thing is that's oh, interesting oh, with that. Oh, Spike's family, really good example. Not a battle shonen, exploding. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think like uh, I mean I think one of the biggest things is like outside of this quality, it's quality of anime adaptation. Um, I think it's probably why like you don't see that many shoujo pop off. It's like, can you think of like just a really well done like revered in in the past couple of years right because you can you can find some classics like what was the latest like really good shoujo anime you know what i mean not manga because you can think of those but like yeah. the last good anime that's like you know it's adapted the full story that started recently right oh. see i don't know because like yeah it's for like, me it and, all and, fell and... off after iran okay buddy <laughs> but that's kind of what i mean like it's like the anime dictates a lot of that so Obviously, we're putting a lot of the onus on Weekly Shonen Magazine and stuff like that. But, you know, if all of these, all, let's say the next four series is Ma MAPPA does what MAPPA does, right? And it just says, all of them are mine. I'm adapting them, whatever. Actually, and they do them successfully or something. You know, I think uh, uh, Xenolith actually brings up a great example. Uh, Mishima has been with Kodansha, like, basically forever. All his new series are, like published in Kod with Kodansha, you know, Fairy Tale, Rave Master, from what, I, from what I remember, and now Eden Zero, right? And mm -hmm. Mishima has always been consistently him, as far as, like, quality, sales, like, all this is concerned. And you know mm -hmm. what? That kind of consistency is rewarded because his longevity, his, like, I don't know, his, his this little, like, piece that he's carved out for himself is uniquely mm -hmm. his. And it's all because, like, uh, I think of a positive relationship he he's had with this magazine for, you know, 20 years yeah so i i think like not having that relationship with manga and editor and um company be as hostile is also a huge factor yeah um yeah i i sometimes wonder like how shouldn't jump um like manga could feel about like their relation to it if they feel sort of resentful for the changes they have to make and things like that like obviously they can't say that duh but I, I would, it would be really interesting to be like a fly on the wall as they like ramble or like rant about, like, God damn, bro, I did not want to add this. Like, I'm making a comedy manga. Why is there a tournament arc? You know? Yeah. It would be interesting it, to see that kind of stuff. I, I definitely think uh, those conversations are going to be a lot more <clears throat> eventful with some works over in others. Uh -huh. um, I would definitely like to see, I think. The Phantom Seer is the one I really want to get an answer to because that one I think is the one that we know the least about, like its reasoning. Uh, and from what I've uh, you know ascertained, you know through the grapevine, <laughs> is that it was just like some kind of personal drama. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. That's just yeah 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 speculation. Bro, listen, I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care like why if that do that dynamic duo just comes back, bro. I, I whatever, cool, make something cool. Um. <laughs> it would be crazy. Like, all right, hold on, guys. I kind of still want to see how Phantom Seer would like genuinely end. So, name it something different, and then just write the same story. Thank you. Literally, Appreciate right? It. Just I don't know. Just uh -huh. Make the hair colors like black and white. <laughs> I, I I don't care. Uh, I mean, um, I I've seen uh you know I've 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 poked around. I've seen some of the series that have gotten asked uh, axed, and I'm like, I can't believe they went on this long. Um, I think the hard boiled cop and dolphin one, uh, Candy Flurry. I'm just like. They tried it. Andy Flurry didn't go on that long, did it, though? I know, it but it was... I don't know, it was just really funny that, like... Mm. I don't know, it was, like, Battle Shonen with, like, candy, and it's, like... They just... Yeah. I don't know, played up the Battle Shonen part. It, it was it's just... just ah. 
but that's you know, yeah. my, my own opinion. Uh, I think the industry needs another Soul Eater. No other series had that vibe. I said Fire Force. It doesn't count because it's a prequel. Um, was Soul Eater shaking up the industry? <laughs> was that what was that what Soul Eater did back then? I think Soul Eater definitely was one of those one of those series. Yeah, I think that's why people are so excited about Fire Force because obviously same author making another series. You're like, bam, bro, a goat coming back. But he was. He, I don't think he was in Shonen Jump. I think he was in Weekly Shonen Magazine. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, it's funny here uh, in the states. I think um, that and new series that I get into courtesy of you know my co-host here, uh, Ragnar Crimson. Jesus, peak, peak, peak. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are both published by Square Enix. Square Enix. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's you know, a bit of a bit of a curveball contender. Hmm. You know, we got a, a new a new enemy has entered the party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ragnar Crimson is dope. If you guys haven't read that, quick plug, go read it. It's yeah. dope. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I worry about the magazine because uh, there's this kind of like nexus point that it seems like all these years are heading down. And, and I'm, you know, I'm getting like secondhand stress. I can only imagine what the stress is like for the editors and like higher ups there. Second, I said secondhand stress. I'm sick. Um, yeah. I, I so I I honestly. Uh, worry about it from the standpoint of eh. okay so like um so like obviously you're worrying about it from sales and i'm like yeah we're talking about that for the sake of like talking about it because i think it presents an interesting discussion like pattern recognition i look at it from like the perspective of damn bro this was kind of this is kind of the go-to you know what i mean like sundays are kind of like uh almost like a ritualistic thing it's all encompassing like if the magazine falls obviously it's it's not going to just be like ah man this million dollar company yeah, failed. Like, it hurts my feelings. Right? Like no, no, no. I meant at it I meant um I meant secondhand stresses in like the like the culture of Weekly Shonen Jump, you know, the weekly chapter reviews that like entire channels have been built on, uh discourse mm. like with peers. Hell dude, we're kinda like that, you know, honored ones with, with like weekly chapters like Yeah, man, there, there goes our business model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JJ, I'm gonna need you to make JJK part two expeditiously, buddy. Um, go ahead and guys. As soon as you end, the, as soon as you end part one with whatever you do, go ahead and just start that next one up. And you know, we'll give you a month. Thanks. Bro. Um, nah, but yeah. Good looks. <laughs> <laughs> we we appreciate that for real, for real. You keeping us afloat. Um, nah, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's interesting. It's it's just interesting to look at Shonen Jump because like sometimes I just be scrolling through on Sundays and I'm like damn, I don't want to read a lot of these. Like, I, I don't read them, but I, I'd be looking at them and just like, damn, Fabricant 100, huh? That's something. Um, that and I just move something on. that exists, yeah. Yeah. Um, JJK Next Generations <laughs> with Atadori. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Dude. Listen, I'd rather Gege just not pick up the pen again if that's what he, if he's about to, if he's about to, like, bore to that shit. No, thank you. No, thank you. Creams, if you want to know the show to equivalent to JJK, it's Queen's Quality. Oh, I never heard oh. of it. G- Lord God, don't tell Gege to expedite more fights. We can't handle that. Listen, hmm. you know what Gege needs to do? All right. What Gege needs to do? He needs to put Megami in the manga more, if I may. Uh, Megami and Miwa. Oh, my God. Two no. main characters. Let's Honestly, do it. Honestly, what I want from Gege is like some kind of statement of intent because I cannot for the life of me figure out when this manga is coming to an end like i, I don't statement of intent like, need it now dog okay listen 
I don't know if you if you see the discourse on Twitter when it comes to JJK, but it's like, yeah, bro, I can't believe like this is the end game. You know, Kenjaku's uh, about to like wrap everything up, and then the series just ends. And I'm and it, like, I'm over here. And I'm like, are these fucking Twitter users gonna gaslight me into thinking it's ending like this year? Like, wh- like what is going on? Where is this fucking sentiment coming from? Because from my perspective, I'm like, Kenjaku thing gets like wrapped up or whatever. And then you have to deal with Sukuna slash Ichidori. And sure, you could be like, oh, you can kind of do it in like all like one kind of sequential order or whatever. But I'm like, some breathing room maybe, because <laughs> like the scope of like what's going on in the story is just so massive. I I I, I can't imagine just kind of a, a blasting through to the end here. Like what's 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 going on? Like 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 are we in the end game or not, Gage? Please. Yeah. Um. Yeah, bro. I, I it'll end when it'll end. All right. I, if you want, I can call up Gege. I can ask him. Right. He's not supposed to tell me that kind of stuff. But if you need me to, I can call him up. I can I can get him to tell me the details. Um. But yeah, I'm kind of I I I like the thing is the thing about like an author's like statement of intent or whatever as you put it, bro. I don't really I don't really be taking them like at their word because I'm like y'all are fucking y'all are liars bro you guys lie you don't know what you're like I I, I almost I almost like I almost take it beyond lying be like you're a fraud you you you're you're you don't know you have no idea you just be writing this shit and one day you're like I don't want to do this anymore and then that's just it um they're, they're not they're not built for the long haul mm. is, is that what yeah. you're saying no uh, I'm no, I'm not saying they're not built for the long haul. You're saying I'm we, saying, saying you could do better, right? Uh, no, I'm saying they don't know what they're <laughs> talking about. They they be like, I'll end next year, and then like next year comes, they're like, Jesus Christ, I'm not even halfway done with what I want to do. Yeah, uh, they don't they don't know what they're doing. Oh, troop, death of the author uh, author intent is meaningless. Uh, not when not when their intent is to stop writing. <laughs> that not everyone can make a legend of Korra. Jesus, I'm so glad they they don't. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Uh, yeah. You're about that Prince Zuko movie. I might be cooking. No character in Avatar, they better give him a movie. Bro, I'm genuinely surprised with how uncommercialized Avatar is because, like, you think with that kind of success, right? Like, Dragon Ballify it, you know, beat it into the ground. Because, like, don't. I, no, I'm surprised they haven't. Like, like that's so weird to me. Like, I hope the Netflix thing get, finally gets like made because they've been teasing it for years now. And at this point, I'm just kind of like, it's it's not even excitement; it's just impatience or. I don't even know if it's impatience anymore. It's wrath. Like, bro, like, come on, hurry up. Like, piss or get off the pot. Damn. <laughs> um, Jesus, am I getting cooked for saying I don't want Legend of Korra? That's crazy, bro. That was, I, I definitely, like, I'd be saying some stuff that I'm like, yeah, that, that's a, that's a, like, I'm right, but I can understand why people disagree. Legend of Korra, Jesus, man. I, I, I didn't expect people to ride for Legend of Korra like that, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I thought we all kind of just agreed, like, <laughs> I mean, it was, like, it had, it had good elements. Somebody said My Hero is probably the easiest series to make a sequel for. They made, like, a sister series for My Hero Academia. <laughs> and it's, yeah. like, about over, I think. It just, it's, it just is over. Yeah. My Hero Academia Vigilantes. It's easier. Yeah, it's over. Bro, do you see, like, how many fucking spinoffs My Hero has? Because, like, the team-up missions, uh, Vigilantes... I think they do one where they're like vigilante is really good. I think they they do like the chibis. Like my hero's got like a lot of like supplemental material yeah. for some reason that just like mm-hmm. nobody talks about. I'm just like, yeah, where, where's all this coming from? Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's uh, it's something. Vigilantes is the goat. See, you know ball for real. Um, you get it. You get it. <laughs> Coach is dope as fuck. You get it. You get JK it. JK is definitely over 300 chapters. Calling games hasn't even properly ended yet. We have to cover the two days before Kenjaku versus Yuki fight. True. I mean, Kenjaku said that the calling games were effectively over. Um, uh, I think at the end of his fight with yuki and tengen if i'm not mistaken uh just from what i vaguely remember um so like what now <laughs> yeah I, I don't know bro like that like never mind i was gonna say something crazy but no, yeah what, what, what are you gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say something that did quite that probably would quite make sense right uh, considering you know what we do here i was like bro i don't even be thinking about jjk that hard um but what i mean is like in a predictive sense because like like barring a few circumstances it's like dude this motherfucker is so hard to predict bro like that i don't don't know i just be i just be like i just be i just be looking at the chapter be like okay damn all right that broke my ankles again just on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis or whatever day we like to drop chapters now um when do you think it's ending honestly like 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 like, what, what is your take on the when is jjk ending phenomena Oh, heard everything I just said, and then asked me the question that is like no. worse suited for that. You, you're, no, you're no, an no, insane no, person. No. Like, like realistically, right? Like, how much more you think Gaga got in him? Uh, bro, bro, double down. I'm sick. Um, like I said, three fifty. I think I said that earlier. Three fifty. I could say three fifty. Oh, yeah. I did. I just did not clock that number. I, I think because we were talking about like the chapter number specifically, but I didn't like register that it was like for JJK specifically. Um, 350 is interesting, uh, because you would kind of then agree with me that the Calling Games just doesn't seem to be, like, endgame material, despite, like, the effect that it's currently having. So I'm curious... I wouldn't. Like, I'm curious how the story beats go for you to make you think it, like, goes to 350. Because for me, I said Kenjaku, then Sukuna, and then that's it. You kind of wrap it up. So I'm curious, like, what that timeline is like for you. The reason I don't think it's on its final arc is because I think for something like JJK you're going to get a pretty blatant, you know, the story is now in its in its climax or whatever, right? Like, Black Clover got that, My Hero got that, One Piece got that. Like, my thing is, is like, at least for, like, the why I, I kind of trust that the Colin Games isn't it, or at least even if the Colin Games is it, like, this arc, rather, um, it's not, like, we're not in that part yet, is because it just hasn't been said that we're there. Um, so, like, if, if something like Black Clover is getting a, you know, all right, final arc time, right? Okay. Like, I'm letting you know blatantly, JJK is getting that in my mind. And since JJK hasn't gotten that, I don't think we're there. That's all. So, like I said, right, story beats. Like, like, what is your, I don't know, like, what what is your prediction for how Gaia splits up the remainder of the story? I guess Kenjaku and Sukuna would be the would be the answer. Kenjaku, Gojo gets unsealed, Sukuna and Gojo fight. Sukuna loses, well, Miwa kills Kenjaku. Oh, my God. Obviously, that's, that's done. Sukuna gets, uh, Gojo gets unsealed. Sukuna maybe beats Gojo. Not sure. Don't know. Um, and then, you know, Sukuna and Yuji die or something like that. Yeah, I can definitely. Man, it's very alarming. Do you remember that thing where he was like, uh, Gega was like, yeah, I already know Megami's ending. I just got to plan out the rest of theirs. I'm like, yeah, damn. Can't I've, Megami's going to die, bro. I've already said this, bro. Like, listen, if, 
I've said this multiple times. If Megami dies like well before the manga's yeah. over, you drop it. I know. I, I'm I, dropping I it, bro. I'm done. I'm done. It's I'm <laughs> I'm done, bro. I like it, I just I just won't take that kind of disrespect. Like I, I'm like I, I just won't, bro. Because like like nah, nah, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Nah. I, I forgot how I forgot how personal it was. You know, I I got to imagine Megami ends pretty late into the end game. So by then, I I mean you're gonna, bro. Those fraud allegations. <laughs> oh yeah, gay. I'm I'm gonna become gay. Gay's biggest hater. It's like y'all, gay can't write. Yo, you're gonna pull a me. <laughs> well, you mean how we were with Kubo? I I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, do you want me to pull up the recordings? You don't or have the videos any... I downloaded before you. Do... Oh, anyways, um, it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's like wait a second. I know where we are. <laughs> Relax. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I, I I will say this. Megami me dies like Megami me dying at the end of the series, okay. Like yes, I'll go into a depression for six months, but I'll survive and I'll be able to come out of it and think, you know what, maybe that was made that was the best decision for the narrative. If Megami me dies like or, like be basically before like the final couple of chapters, bro just made a mistake. Bro just <laughs> wrote incorrectly. You you did it wrong. Um so like yeah, you know how Murata does redraws? Why why don't you try out one of those games? Yeah. Bro, like we've seen Murata redraw like to the point where like the entire story like changes a little bit. I was like, okay, bit, bro, oh, drastically. Well a lot. Yeah, drastically. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like, okay, Megami died. That's crazy, bro. Do a redraw. I know you've never I mean you've done that before. You know, you fix you fix shit in volumes. Fix this one in the next volume. Keep them alive. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it, it's either you fix it or it gets fixed. Without yeah, Megami earning a good death would complete his character cycle. Uh Megami can get a good death like in the like final chapter of the series when he's like an old man, man there yeah yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, this motherfucker better not die in battle what the hell bro i can't believe uh giga's gonna kill megami yuji and yuta that's crazy huh <laughs> yeah nah you yuta yuta i can like i don't want you to die he he because he's real but like if it's between if it's between because like i think i think megami or yuta have to function as that like that like failed prodigy almost that's that's what my mind goes to and it's like okay well i like both of the characters but if it's between yuda being a failed prodigy and dying or megami being a failed prodigy and dying ah yeah, you're yeah, gonna be meeting rika bro I, I, like like listen oh like bro, bro gets to meet oh rika like you just that's crazy <laughs> bro, i don't know bro like maybe nah yeah can you, uh, it would be nice if you like lend making me rika though before you die like that'd be appreciated that's crazy that's I'd appreciate so that. wild, dude. Hmm. You know, it's funny you bring up failed prodigies because I, I think about like, you ever think about like the oversaturation of prodigies in like Battle Shonen? Uh, yeah, kinda, yeah. I, it, it, I think Bleach is like kind of more egregious with it because like it's mm. it, like I think the only like normal level fighter in Bleach. It's a bit of a hot take here. Is Ikaku. A lot of hard work for very meager results. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I think I think in any series you see where like the person is like above most people, it's in part because they're prodigious. Like that's just how it works, right? Yeah. Like if you're seeing a strong character, they're above average, right? Like they're they are different than most people, and if they are different than most people, they're probably in some way, shape, or form like like some variety of prodigy like everyone every relevant character in jjk is a prodigy or special for some reason 
Yuji, Megami, Yuta, Gojo, Toji, Maki, Geto, Kenjaku, Sukuna, like, Yuki, all of them have some sort of, like, prodigious natural-born talent that, like, you can't really, like, get around. And, like, for the people that are normal or normal-ish, you're Nanami, you're Meimei, you're, like, some other random dude, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, you know. Like, yeah. for JJK, I think they have a better out if you want to call it that, because canonically Gojo literally said uh, the wall of power the conservatives have been trying to, like, uh, rein in for all these years is kind of manifesting with, like, just stronger quality sorcerers now. So, like, Toto, like, Yuto, like, Megami, and now, mm -hmm. like, Yuji. So I, I definitely think there's, like, a, a better explanation for why. But, like, I think in Bleach, like, it's not a negative. It's just, like, it's it's a funny-ish observation because, like uh, Silver Soul said, right, you got Toshiro, Ichigo, Gin, Aizen. Um, if you really want to like poke around, you can actually find more. Like, okay, I have to like suppress my my gag reflex for this. Renji is technically a prodigy. The yeah. guy, the guy achieved Bankai off screen in a way that like canonically speaking, only Orohara had done before, making him the second person to achieve Bankai like that. Um, before Ichigo, even right. Mm -hmm. He got so much stronger as the series progressed to the point where he's, like, leapfrogged uh, Ikuku, his, like, old master. And uh, by the end, where he's, like, you know, f fucking figured out the true name of his Sanpakuto. Uh -huh. Minsei, I... Ooh, you're on thin ice with that take, bud. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, Renji. Like, I, I, so I agree that Bleach does it a lot, but I don't think it necessarily does it any more than any other series, like, that I've read it, like, any other Battle Shonen, really, because, like... I think every battle shonen where you have a main character that's relevant, they are super talented or super different than the norm or, like, super prodigious because that's the only way they'd be, like, a relevant person or, like, super lucky or some, some way, shape, or form. Like, there's some fucking battle... Why can't I... Okay, Naruto, obviously, wouldn't, you wouldn't work for you. You don't, you don't really know what that is because you don't know Peak Fiction for real. JJK, we obviously mentioned, um, like... Chainsaw Man does not have that many characters that survive that long, so you can't even use that. It's <laughs> um, like Denji. It's like Denji has like the yeah. Chainsaw Devil inside of him. My Hero so, Academia yeah. doesn't really like account for prodigies and like and from like an intellectual I sense. Mean, it's more like they're powerful and they happen to be prodigies. But like if you're a prodigy as like a fighter and you have a shitty quirk, you're just like yeah. You're pro I, I would say you the prodigiousness in JJ, er, not in JJK, and my my hero is your quirk, and the people yeah. with the best quirks are the strongest. Right. But like, like that's why that's why you won't see Deku with no quirk doing shit. Like true. But <laughs> he's like just a dude. Like I don't know with with something like Bleach, it's like especially funny because technically speaking, even the humans are prodigious, and like. Even or like or use even a prodigious Quincy. It it's it's it stands out is all is all I'm trying to say, right? Like, I think Kubo has like obviously slowly introduced more like normies into the mix, if you want to call them that. So you have your Ikakus, you have you have your you know Tetsuzaimons that are you know training day in day out to try to like not be left behind, but like by like the monsters that surround them, and it's. You know, he's... I don't know, man. Bleach has more normal people than I would say a lot of other manga do. The thing is, nobody cares about the normal people. True. Okay, like, so you don't, you don't relevant... care about the visors. I mean, I yeah. care about the yeah. I like the visors, right? Um, like, I like Shinji, but he's also pretty powerful. Uh, 
Yeah, but powerful and prodig like prodigious is like I don't know. I I find prodigious to be different than just like you're a strong dude. Like right, but like, um, it, it's odd because like Shinji is just he, we don't we know so little about him, right? That the stuff that we find out about him as like the story goes on, and even if you want to include the light novels, he's strong. Like he's crazy strong, and he seems to be relatively young, but he keeps getting like. In a weird way, he's almost kind of, like, measured up against, like, Aizen, which is unfair. But I think he's, like, a mid-to-high-tier level captain. Like, yeah. I'd say... He's really strong. Yeah, I'd say he could, like... Especially, like, in Bankai or something, like, he, he can make some... He can make some, some higher-up sweat. Maybe, yeah. So people are like, oh, Naruto had too many... Whatever, and obviously the same thing is kind of said to Bleach. I, I'll just ask you guys this, chat. Can you name any top... 10 relevant power-wise character who is not stated to be, like, super special, super lucky, super talented, or a prodigy. Like, in any in any battle shonen where that sort of, like, idea exists, can you name, like, a top 10 relevant power guy? Like, in any manga, right? Not just Naruto in anything. Like, genuine curiosity, right? Like, yeah, Saitama broke his limiters, so he's yeah. super special. It's <laughs> Like, like yeah. yeah, the thing I'm trying to say is, like, obviously there... I think there's a there's an art into making weak characters. There's definitely uh, a way to be like, okay, you're not great on the battlefield, but you can do this and still be plot relevant. Is like I said, it's an art form, you know. Um, you have a kind of similar thing. Oh, Kubo actually did it right with Urahime. Mm -hmm. You know, awful at combat, <laughs> right? She she's just she just don't got that dog in her for like you know. Uh, uh, drawn out like battles, but to she's the still death. a prodigy, right? In like healing and defense, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, she's not cracking the top ten. Yeah, and like you say, Sakura, but like Sakura in part one is like more talent for chakra control than fucking Naruto and Sasuke, two of the most talented characters in the series. Deku, like Saitama's a prodigy of effort. No, Saitama, Saitama's effort does not directly correlate to the amount of power he has, right? Yeah. Like. It is a special case of a like a limiter being broken, which like for example, Garo in his training, I would say puts in more. He's a prodigy. No, he... Garo is actually well, Garo, a canonical Garo prodigy. Is, no, Garo is a prodigy. What I'm saying though is Garo doesn't get the same results, even though I would say as like a martial artist, like like fighting Everything. just like fanatic, he tries harder than Saitama did in like his year of training, right? Yeah. Like Saitama's training does not correlate properly to the amount of power he got. Like, it's a special circumstance. Yeah. Um, Saitama's, Saitama's video is coming for me. Right? Yeah. So Even if you look at... It's on the docket. Yeah, if you, is, is, I don't know if Berserk is a battle shonen, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, like, it's not I a shonen. Got, yeah, it's not a shonen. Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, you look at Lee. Lee's a genius of talent. Uh, not a genius. A genius of hard work. Like, that's just stated. It's like, okay, okay, cool. Um, that it just means yeah, it's like, really hard, doesn't it? Like... Well, he's saying, like, so a character, I don't know if you know who Kakashi is, he just says, like, that can't just be achieved with, like, basic hard work alone. He's like, you have to be, like, specially built for this shit. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. So there's, like, even, and then, like, what about the Otsutsuki? They aren't talented, they're just strong. They're literally a race of aliens that are primed to eat chakra fruits that make them stronger. <laughs> yes, they're special relative to the general population of Naruto characters. I mean, um, actually, in series, I'm, I'm thinking about it now, right? In Black Clover, um, to be a royal uh, is almost like a synonym for being a prodigy. Because, like, it, okay, in Black Clover, it's almost impossible for you to be a prodigy without being a royal. 
right? You can just yeah. be like a, like a average noble have re- have pretty high magic power relative to the rest of the verse. Mm-hmm. But if you're a prodigy, you're usually of noble mm-hmm. blood. Like you know is like yeah. disgustingly powerful and yeah. <laughs> yeah like ridiculously so look at asta right okay sure you can say asta is not a prodigy in the normal sense but he lucks out in being like a um and and please before people like lack nuance i'm not saying his circumstance is like he obviously has to use hard work to make use of it but if you take away that circumstance of him having anti-magic he's just a strong dude right that's it also like you yeah. Sorry, did I finish up? Because I was gonna switch uh to Mash. Oh, I was just, yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say like Oz is just like, you know, he's just he's just a guy who's really strong without without that circumstantial anti magic. Yeah, and for Mashal, he was literally created to be the vessel of like <laughs> the main guy like the main villain in the verse. Like like he was just a part of his overall blueprint for just to like for storing his massive power. That's why his body is like canonically like that. Um yeah. Magna is actually a really great example, right? He's uh, not top like like I said. He's not top ten in the yeah. Black Clover universe. Yeah, but so uh, once again, like, you can find people like because that's that's the question I'm asking. People are like, it's like yeah, sure. You can there are, there are, I can probably name dozens of people in Bleach that I'm like yeah, they do something and they can do something. They're not a prodigy or Naruto, whatever. But it's like once again, we're talking about characters that are on the forefront for the most part of the series that are main characters and that are consistently contributing to the story in like a, a combat sense. Like, yes. Magna has that one fight where, like, he uses his circumstances to help him, but that doesn't make him top ten. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. And that was also stated to be like a kind of one and done thing. Um, Yeah, like he he can't do that. You know what I mean? Like it's funny actually because Magna's like lack of talent is such a staple of of like why he needed to like uh, fight in that way because Mm -hmm. uh, he couldn't even clear like the bar to to learn how to improve his power. Right? Like Mm -hmm. like that was like that was like the whole. Uh, that was like the whole like point of Magnus, uh, uh, essentially character arc, because he went to the Heart Kingdom. I am so sorry because I just realized, mm. I, is this not canon in the manga? Because it's canon in what? the anime that he goes to the Heart Kingdom, realizes he's dog shit, and like has to go back. And I'm just like, is that in the manga? Oh mm. my god. Okay, I'm unsure. But basically, it, I don't. Know, I like the inclusion of it in the anime because I definitely know it was in the anime. But like. He, like you have to be above a certain level to like be able to learn from the heart kingdom right? and, did, and, and didn't he, he have like months and months of training like here's the thing not months and months of training but months and months of prep time to fight dante like yeah like, and it was specifically for this specific spell yeah yeah it's like okay yes even if you say in that moment he's top 10 it's like you are you are looking at a hyper specific scenario that doesn't actually apply to him generally um yeah. zoro's Yam doesn't isn't dark magic like top tier in the yeah, verse? Yeah, it's like super rare. Uh, he's also yeah. a prodigious fighter. Like <laughs> yeah, so so having like having dark magic would be the hack. Like yeah. it's like that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. A little um, Landa, thank you for mentioning that about bleach. I've also been thinking hard about something else slightly related. Uh, it's on this topic, right? But you know, uh, um, use dad. Do you get like yeah. like retired chosen one energy from him? <laughs> because like oh i do not dude i do because like the guy is just like he just like i don't know what it is about him but he seems to ooze talent more than uryu does like when he's Mm. like uh no son what i said is you don't have the talent and i don't have the interest kind of yeah yeah that's like an iconic line right for for for, uh, uryu's dad and i'm just like to me it signals yeah uryu listen if i had any interest 
this would be no problem, right? The, the, the problem would already be solved, really. Um, but I have no interest. And you're not me. So. Yeah. yeah. Like, Let's see. Did you mention Isagi in the Battle Shonen conversation? Even then, Isagi, like, he has a, sp a particular weapon that helps him. Like, I don't know. I feel like whenever you talk about, like, talent and shit, like, people, I think, sort of equate, like, talent and being naturally good at something as, like, the antithesis of hard work. But... Yeah, Probably I mean, the, the, the whole point of being a prodigy is that you just are able to learn better. That's 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 yeah. really it. Like, you can make mm -hmm. the... Or you have the potential to. Yeah, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, it's not... Just because somebody's a child prodigy, like, in real life, right, doesn't mean they're, like, inherently better than, like, uh, somebody who has just been doing this for, you know, 10, 20 years or whatever, went to school, like, the normal route. It just means, mm -hmm. like, they got to, the, like, certain positions faster, but it doesn't mean mm -hmm. they're overall, like abilities are relative you know when they're like you know in the same level or it it honestly the whole the whole point of like failed prodigies is that they don't do the hard work you know like yeah gohan prime example the reason he's not <laughs> yeah. like you know a one-shotting beerus right now is because he's he's you know yeah. going going to his job every day <laughs> and often there's levels to being prodigious right like goku is deemed a prodigy um piccolo's deemed a prodigy, prodigy yeah which is weird uh, uh, yeah, like, but it's like there's levels, and then you have like Frieza and Gohan and Bro, so like and Vegeta, whatever. There's levels to prodigiousness. Yeah, right. Um, like so, like yes, most of the people you're going to encounter that are main characters that do things right are going to be like either prodigious, have some sort of special talent, special circumstance, or like luck out in some specific way, right? that that gives them the ability to do special things because like if you just think about it like really really like fundamentally right it's like okay these characters we're watching these characters because they can do special things right and they can do special things consistently so typically i think you would think that doing a special thing consistently requires you to be a special person or have special skills you're nor a normal person like average people are average right <laughs> like it's like i know it's i know it sounds like i'm i'm like joking but like i think people just sometimes forget like yeah dude we're looking at the best of the best of the best, best yeah of the best like if, that's the point yeah because the whole point of competing at that level is that you're you're there with like other people who are doing the same thing right and at that point yeah. when you're among so many prodigies it equalizes and it's just a matter of who worked harder <laughs> yeah literally it's like it's like how okay well how prodigious were you how did you use that how did you take the the like the like natural raw talent whatever, you yeah. had and then you and then you used it properly right and yeah Qatar is definitely a prodigy oh 100 percent. yeah bro, bro bro picked up a scroll and said hey maybe i can waterbend real yeah. quick like huh like, the only reason she she wasn't like tough level of of like uh prodigy or whatever is because like Toph had you know the original benders to like teach yeah. her like like Katara's biggest you know drawback was that she just didn't have a teacher and yeah. the second she did oh my god <laughs> she was cooking yeah. <laughs> she's literally cooking um yeah you know what's funny mm -hmm. um like you're just like Aang Aang was like considered like obviously he's like a prodigy amongst prodigies and even like on the hardest element to learn like Earth he, he did that shit in like a day bro yeah. Earth said damn Earth is tough and then, like, later that afternoon was earthbending like crazy. I was like, bro, what? you lied to me. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, prodigies, prodigies do be be the main characters. For real. Um, and, you know, it's funny. Um, I think about, like, the prodigies who, who are just, like, I don't know. It, it's, like, Dragon Ball has, like, the most 
I think amount of prodigies like I, I am we're kind of like trolling bleach a little bit here with with their prodigy <laughs> usage but like he wants about like prodigy saturation it's fucking dragon ball man uh i remember yeah. you and i were talking about this uh off stream but we were like going over like the, the levels to prodigiousness in in dragon ball and mm. the gap between somebody like piccolo vegeta gohan frieza broly like it's so big that you could argue putting in a, a, a different character between them would be like another like relative prodigy to the person below them like i think uh okay so here's a statement right goten and trunks have less potential than gohan is my is my take yeah right gohan just built different right um yeah. but they probably have more potential than piccolo <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah like Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, Gohan, Frieza, Broly, Trunks, Goten, like these are not projects. I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, Krillin, like, dude, like Master Roshi took like fifty years to to, to master the Kamehameha. And, Krillin and, and Goku fought a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, hold on, maybe if I just really try hard, and then they just boom, they just did it. It's like, okay, yes, yeah. You know what? Even the androids, yeah, the androids are crazy. Yeah, you know, you know who's like actually so lame, but like is still, mm. you would still consider them a prodigy among humans. T uh, mm. Tien. Yeah, dude, he's yeah, Tien, Tien went crazy back he in the is day. Try hard, right? <laughs> Absolutely, like sweaty about his martial arts, right? Mm. Krillin could like no different. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's something. Yeah. So, um, I, th I think once you get to the Frieza's, Broly's, and Gohan's of the verse, you're just kind of, like, you have to insert artificial weaknesses for them to just be, like, not, you know, <laughs> shaking up the not universe, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's funny, right? Because it, this kind of translates to, like, Goku and Vegeta, you know, being the most stable level of Prodigy there, where they still have to take a, a pretty good amount of time to, like, get to their new levels of power, uh, while mm -hmm. at the same time not, like, rocking the boat too much so, like 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 without having to train vigorously hard like in dragon ball super i think they've aged about like 10 12 years from all the hyperbolic time chamber uh, use that they do um and i'm just like dog Could, could Gohan have achieved Ultra Instinct in, like, six months? Like, like what is going so, on? So, okay, okay, here's the thing, right? Goku was not making much progress towards Ultra Instinct pre-Tournament of Power. The Tournament of Power was 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. Goku went into it having basically, like, we can say, like, basically no experience with it. Came out with Mastered Ultra Instinct. Once again, keep in mind, the gods of destruction be trying to master this shit for, like, thousands of Millions years. Millions, even, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and then Goku said... Give me forty eight minutes. Yeah. And Goku and Goku gets eclipsed by like Broly, by like Gohan, um, by Frieza. So I mean let's 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 be real. Let's be real. There's and, levels to this. And if Gohan training and I for sure think he can get all training dude easily. Like if Gohan did just the normal training on Beerus's world that Go uh, Goku and Vegeta started with, there'd be no need to send them to the hyperbolic time chamber that Whis yeah. has. There like he he'd get it in like, you know, four months. Like he, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's like, let me, hold on, let me, let me catch up. Give me a day, and then I'll surpass yeah. you in the next day. Cool. I know it's gonna take a little long. I'm a little bit out of practice. Yeah. He's like, sorry, bro. I, I, I've been, I haven't been sleeping well. You know, uh, I've just been up late with the baby and and work and stuff. But you know, I, I, I have like 30 minutes this afternoon if you want to like train. And it's like by the end, he's like, oops, I'm back at the level I was when I fought Cell. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, he before the Tournament of Power, he was like almost that out of practice, trained with Piccolo for like what two fights, and was just like, okay, yeah. all right, I'm back in fighting shape. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Goku had to go like Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken. And I was like, damn, bro, what, what? You were just like, remember when Base Form Freeze that made you look like a like a yeah, nah, bro. Uh, yeah, and then and then Goku's like, Jesus Christ, when'd you get this strong? I was like, yeah, nah. And this yeah. doesn't even like like okay. Before we get into like the big prodigy, in my opinion, like Gohan is definitely up there, right? But like, dude, go- <laughs> if Gohan really, 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 really wanted to, like, if he really wanted to commit, I say. Just be like, well, Whis, you're moving with uh, your body on its own without thinking. And Whis is like, why, yes, Saiyan, uh, this is called Ultra Instinct. And he's like, oh, shit, let me try. <laughs> nice, nice. Let me let me do it real quick. Yeah. Let me do it real quick. Right. Yeah. It, like, that's Gohan, right? <clears throat> to the point where, like, Vegeta acknowledges that Gohan is, like, has more potential <clears throat> than him, which is crazy. Vegeta doesn't acknowledge anybody. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah like he doesn't even argue with like gohan like having more potential than him it, he literally recommends goku like get gohan <laughs> he's like bro, why not bro, get make your him son? train yeah like like he, he, you know you know he has more potential than all of us hmm. hold on let me use the bathroom real quick all right uh I'll, I'll keep it locked in and then you get to like the biggest prodigy of them all and that's frieza dude in my opinion i think frieza and uh gohan and mm, i don't know about broly yet but like goku gohan and 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 frieza gotta be like the the prodigies among prodigies dude because the way they like frieza caught up to super saiyan god goku who at that point had trained years and also getting like the super saiyan like god buff at the beginning of um uh battle of gods in four months four months that is record timing like you don't just do that. Like like that kind of performance is is nasty. Okay, and the fact the Frieza's been in the hyperbolic time chamber. I guess spoilers for the Dragon Ball Super uh, manga. The fact that he's been in the hyperbolic time chamber for ten years. I'm just saying. I I wouldn't even put it past past Black Frieza to be able to like fight Beerus like seriously. Maybe even beat him. Like for the like, it's so weird. Dragon Ball's uh, power scaling is just like it, it's insane to me because like you'll have these characters reach impossible heights compared to where they were at the tournament of power, and you'll just be like, oh wow, uh, Moro and uh, uh, what's his name Granola were able to contend with Ultra Instinct Goku for a little bit, and that's like that puts them above Jiren in that regard, and this is like mastered Ultra Instinct Go- Goku, you know, and. Goku is still not relative to Beerus, and they're not relative to Beerus, and so like is Broly relative or like stronger than Beerus? Like like there there's like there's, there's, there's definitely some 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 interesting fuckery shenanigans going on uh, uh, as far as like Beerus is concerned relative to the rest of the verse. Uh, hey Johnny, what's what's popping? We talking Dragon Ball Super? Yes, we are. Um, who do you think has more potential, Broly or Gohan? This one's tough. This one's tough, Brendan. Um, so I definitely think uh, I definitely think Broly has more raw potential, but I think he's just a. Little, I don't know. Like it's it's difficult because Broly's uh, power ups are so explosive, and he seems to just kind of like skip conventional saying saying um, uh, uh, forms. So he does. You know, he hasn't hit the. Super Saiyans, you know, ones, two, three. He just kind of goes into, you know, Super Saiyan Berserker, or whatever it's called. And I don't know if that's, you know, like, like how do you scale that, right? Is like the green Super Saiyan aura like 
relative to Super Saiyan 3 for, like, regular Saiyans. Um, can androids train? Probably, right? Like, they don't have a lack of energy. Yeah, and they could theoretically do it for a while. And they also seem like capable combatants. They were stronger than Frieza during their de during their debut. Uh, uh, hey, what's up? So, yeah, I, I definitely got to give it to Broly as far as, like, more raw potential for now just based off like the explosive level levels of power he's able to manifest but i'm not sure if like with proper training like is it always explosive is it like because i feel like broly's growth in uh dragon ball super broly was like a symptom of him just being exposed to a lot of like top tier combatants all at once and then kind of escalating to their level of power relatively quickly but i think there's a bit of stagnation there once you get to that level of power because I, I imagine there's some kind of natural ceiling it, oh my god not in like a super saiyan he's gonna break through his ceiling kind of moment like but like a, like a literal like natural ceiling to his learning ability right where it kind of equalizes after a point but you know uh that's just me speculating and also you know like i'm biased towards gohan that's that's my guy right there can't mm. can't, can't have a fucking full-blooded saiyan you know beat beat the goat Damn. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the Gohan versus Broly potential debate? Uh, if the Broly movie is anything to go off of, is like something he consistently has, then Broly should have more potential, I think. Um, right. but I mean, it's pretty close. Really? Yeah. Also, I'm gonna do my bathroom tag in. Everybody like the stream? Gotcha. 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 Um, let's see. Yeah, believe me when I say Sugan is going to kill Kenjaku. I don't think that's out of the picture, like or out of the question rather. Um, I I think it's like very possible for him to do that at like twenty fingers or when he fully manifests or whatever. I don't know if I think fifteen fingers Sugan is getting the job done, but you know I could see that. I could see that happening. Um, I think it probably let's see. Let's see. Don't androids have high potential? They do have high potential. Um, let's see. Um. Love that Creams thinks about Bleach and DBZ like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Got to, got to. Um, where do you guys have Goku Black in the potential scale of what potential or just general power? Because potential, is, I guess he would have what Goku has, maybe plus some, and actual power. He's not really all that relevant in Super anymore. Um, yeah, potential, he's, he's, I mean, he's good, I guess. Like, Goku-ish level, maybe maybe higher, um, because he has some like unique abilities. Um, yeah. Have I read Tower of God? I have not read Tower of God. I keep getting recommended that. Um, people keep calling it like the One Piece of of like manhwa or webtoons or whatever, but that isn't really something that's super encouraging to me. <laughs> like, I don't hear that. And I'm like, damn, that means I gotta read Tower of God. You know what I mean? I think they say that because of its world building or something. Uh, that's what I've heard, at least. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Potential, potential in fiction is, a, is an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing to have conversations with people about that. Because, like, I don't know. I, I, I've noticed that a lot of people I talk to get it in their head that, like, their favorite anime characters or whatever are like not these super prodigious fighters that are like only where they are in part at least because of like their natural talent um yeah yeah it's pretty good just get through season one or if i want to read it though i have read solo leveling i solo leveling's cool i don't i don't know Solo leveling was especially cool in the early stages i didn't like it as much as time went on but it's uh it's 
It's all right. Like, it, I mean, I, I like it for, for what it is, to be honest. It has good art. I can't be mad at it, to be honest. Um, but, yeah. Let's see. I love your Hell's Paradise vid. What do you think of the trailer of the anime? I'm super hyped. I'm hyped as well, man. I'm looking forward to looking at Hell's Paradise and see what they got going on um, in the anime. Um, I want to I want to make a review on Hell's Paradise when the anime comes out. I'm kind of excited to do something like that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Season one of Tower of God. I never I never ended up watching that. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't look all that like. Not from a story perspective. It just didn't look animated that well to me. Yuji, Megami, and Yuta in the potential scales. Um, so I would have Megami, then Yuta, then Yuji. But they're all very close, and they're close enough to me where like it's fine to put place one over the other. Um, let's see. The Black Clover fans were, were on my back last night. Appreciate the support, brother. You know I got to support, bro. Not only are you the homie, but you're hating on Black Clover. Yeah, bro. Match made in heaven for real. Got to, got to. Yeah, but they were going crazy. They were going crazy. Um, yeah, they were going nuts in there. And I have finished Kaguya-sama, by the way. Peak romance manga for real. Um, yeah, sad to see it go, but it's like it's it's nice to have been a fan for for Jesus years now, and finally get to see it wrap up. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice. Um. So I may revisit it soon. I want to, I want to like talk about Kaguya-sama at least once in some capacity. Cause I really do like that series. Um, yeah. 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 Let's see. Yeah. Chainsaw man, JJK. Huh. Talk about Percy Jackson, like a battle shonen. Listen, you may be joking. I don't know if you're joking or not, but maybe you already got something like that in the works. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. Listen, listen, listen. Percy's Percy's taking them all out because he's different. Um, let's see. Percy over all of them. I would put Nico over Jason, and then I put Talia over Jason. I think Jason's like the weakest of those four. Percy's. I feel like Percy's is very self-explanatory. He's he's him, right? right? I mean, he he kind of he kind of washed Jason in his like in his natural habitat. Um. And, and, you know, that's that. Nico, I just feel like, got that potential. He got that dog in him. And Tali, I just feel like probably... Eh, maybe maybe putting Tali over Jason is kind of biased. I might, I might be crazy for that. Um, Me, personally, I'm low-diffing all the characters in Percy Jackson. I'll see you later, man. Um, <laughs> uh, no, nah, but seriously, don't, don't say some blasphemous shit like that again to my face. Thank you. Oh, uh, man. Uh, can you guys name underrated Senin manga? Have you heard of this niche little series called Berserk? Berserk, yeah, bro. It's a, it's an underground manga. I'm surprised you heard of it. Yeah, that. And if you're looking for another one, Vagabond is also like pretty underground. Um, also, I'm looking for you know. this one comment that called uh, 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 Hell's Paradise one of the dark three. Oh my god, dude! What I've been seeing that. What, what do you think of that? The the dark trinity, uh, uh, the... dark trio, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really care, to be honest. Um, I just look at it as like a category of manga that they feel like seem similar. Um, I definitely get it. Uh, I think there's definitely things in common uh, mixed with like, I don't know, demographics of release. But it's just like, mm -hmm. um, it's funny. It's 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 it's, it's, it's amusing, if you will. Mm. 
But you, you were saying, yeah. you know, you were talking about Percy Jackson. You were saying uh, the video's coming out relatively soon? Uh, I'm just saying, I think Landa mentioned something about, like, some, like, talking about Percy Jackson, like it's a battle shonen. And oh. I was saying, like, you may, you may be joking, but that might, that may or may not be happening soon. You know, possibly, potentially, maybe. Um, but, yeah. So, that that's all I was saying in that regard. You know, Percy Jackson's um, so uh, funny to me, because whenever I hear about it, and I hear about it often, uh, we won't say how. As you should. Right. Um, it's, the thing with, like, the alternative gods um like for me raises like so many questions because i i asked um i asked the person who was telling me this so what what uh what's what's the deal here like 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 is it are they born of belief is that how godhood is like produced in the percy jackson verse like is it like if i believe in a random god i make up do they then kind of spring into being uh oh. if so <laughs> Um, does this mean the the Abrahamic God is canonically <laughs> is canonically present in the Percy Jackson vid because on sheer numbers he's 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 got he's got the support up there? Yeah, so wrong order. They're there and that people believe because they're there. Okay. Um Yeah. So let, let uh, me let me ask you this, right? Um mm -hmm. uh, a detail that I really enjoyed, uh it was like the Roman equivalent of Pers of um, Poseidon is so much weaker than Poseidon because Rome didn't have as robust a navy as uh, the Greeks. Is this true? Is that like it, the power system, basically? It, it's not even like that he's weaker. He's just not respected. Like, people don't like him because, like, in, in, as opposed, in opposed to, like, Greek or whatever, we need a Greek god manga. Jesus, Johnny, you get it, bro. You get it. You know ball for real, bro. You understand how Written the game is. Written by BR, drawn by Creams. Listen, bro. <laughs> no. Dude. I don't know if I need you attached to this Listen, one, buddy. Johnny, if I was um, to train right now in art and, and grind it out every day, 18 hours a day for the next two years, you would get one level artwork. Yeah, bro. Listen, uh, I, I'd also, if I, you know, if I did do it, it would, you know, it'd have to be consistent. So, sorry. Was that a slight on me? yeah kind of that is that is crazy <laughs> that is crazy no nah, but <laughs> no but um yeah that'd be dope uh that would be that would be crazy that'd be crazy though uh jesus is canonical in the percy jackson universe no i don't way. remember if they like outright confirm him but like percy and like the lightning thief asks if like god is real or whatever like capital g right and 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 Chiron kind of like just is like that's a different matter, right? Like <laughs> that's that's kind of its own thing. It's own um, thing. That's such a like nice little evasion from Riordan, yeah. honestly. Yeah, because it's got a, it's like I don't like it could be possible that he's brought up in a more like matter of fact manner later. Um, but from what I remember, that is the time they like touch on it, and it's kind of like uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to deal with that right now. So let's we'll say you know that is a different matter. Paula talks about Jesus one time. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, That's see, funny. I feel like a real Percy Jackson fan wanna know that. I I I mean I guess. Hey, I'm a fake one. I don't give a fuck. Yes you do. Um come on, Bjorn. Who, I who do not. You yes you do. What are you doing? Who I do don't you care about the fooling? status. I don't care about the status of being a real fan of anything. Unlike you, I'm not a dick eater. Um I'm just a supporter, man. Absolutely positively, provably not true. Listen, bro. Interesting. And provably not true. Listen, uh, would you like me to try otherwise? 
Ah, uh, that's what I thought. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Bro, bro, bro froze. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's too bad for you. Anyways, uh, um, like the stream guys, you know, we're, we're out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they said, oh, I do remember them bringing up Moses. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Also, Jackson's the goat. <laughs> for, uh, the person who said draw a uh, god manga, I think the closest one is probably uh, Record, Record of Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, okay, you thought mm -hmm. about that too. Yeah, but I need something a little bit. You know what? You know what? I. You know what? I'll take. I'll just take an adaptation of Percy Jackson in manga form. I guess. I mean, there already if is If someone's one. offering, uh, it's as a graphic. manga or comic book. Comic book. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a loser. No, that's crazy. Um, it's <laughs> crazy. Um, no. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, nah, if it's not in black and white, not really my style. Um, nah, but, yeah. Um, I'll take a manga form too, though. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. But, anyway, yeah. uh, is that it for this episode? Yeah, you think? I think so. Yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. thanks for coming out, you guys. Uh, thank you again to our lovely mods. Thank you to Liv for making this awesome, awesome thumbnail. Uh, thanks for joining us on this uh, break week, where we talked about... Uh, the fall of Weekly Shonen Jump and how BR said uh, he could write Percy Jackson better than Riordan. Anyway, thanks for watching. Like, comment, and subscribe. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, all those, or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're here every yeah. Sunday. Later. Peace. <laughs>